great. I did all my chores this morning, got my workout done with. Oh, look at you. I'm just, I am this is I'm in a great mood. How about you? Uh eh, I had too much coffee this morning. I thought so, you didn't drink that. No, I, I I decided to start living a little. And uh because <laughs> I get that fresh hit of coffee and you're like, oh yeah. And then I did my asshole consulting and um you know, I had my morning ritual. And the problem is, like, I'm going to have another one. I'm feeling pretty good. And then um, all of a sudden, you're, like, shaking because you didn't eat anything. And so now I'm coming. I'm finally coming down off of uh, uh, the uh, the coffee fix and kind of a little. So I got my tea, had a little bit of food. Um, you ever do and, energy drinks? I know they're terrible for you. But. Yeah, I I, um, I used to uh, regularly. They're the, that's where that Rooster Booster light comes in, but I don't yeah. do it anymore. I just get my coffee and that because I used to be a caffeine fiend. Yeah. And uh it just it's not and now I don't I don't need it. And I'm trying to calm down, trying to relax. So uh but yeah, no, so now it's tea, mint tea. Cool. Antioxidants. Is it got antioxidants? Hell yeah, it does. Oh, it does? Oh, Especially okay. well, if you get green tea, it's even better. And jasmine. Mm. Yeah, I have this whole list of stuff that's good for like your health and you know anti-aging or antioxidants. It's green tea and carrots and what else? Olive oil. Olive oils. Excellent. Olive oil. Really? You knew all this? Kind of. Like, do you ever eat hummus? It doesn't seem like hummus. Your thing. Yeah, hummus. You I like put that? I put tepanyad in with the hummus. Yeah. Yeah, and I got my low carb crackers. So good. You can eat yeah. with carrots, like the low carb crackers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, cucumbers. Get the cucumbers, cucumbers are oh, great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's it's hard. But once you find out, oh yeah, you can eat this stuff. It's no carb. It's good for all your organs and your skin and all this. But I thought a lot of it was uh, the GF. You know, with they say dot com. Oh, yeah. well, you know, they say they say that if you stick your feet in mud on Tuesdays, it lowers your chances for diabetes. It's like, who said that? They? Well, who's they? they. Doctors? Which doctors? I don't know. I think we both look uh, younger than our age would uh, convey. Yes. Yes, we do. We do. Because, I don't know, we got good genes or something like that. My my mom looks incredibly young. Mm. Uh, she's almost 70, and she looks like she's still in her 50s. She's yeah. very, very young looking. Now, I'm not lying. Uh, I keep saying, but no, no one listens to me. She was, and still is to this day, an oil of Olay. Your mom ever used that back in the day? Oil of Olay? Oil of Olay. I just remember yeah. the weird commercials, but I don't know. I don't think my mom uses that, but she looks pretty young too. Huge in the 70s and probably still around. And Ma used that. I just remember as a kid, she'd always put that on. And so I'm sure a lot of it is genetics, but if Oil of Olay, if they're still around, is looking for a spokeswoman, you know, I, I mean, a true ma, like, you know, Aaron Clary's ma wore <laughs> this starting in 1971 and look at her 70 years young. But yeah, I, I think a lot of it is genetics. But yeah, thank God we look young. Someday we might look old enough that girls will want to approach us. It might happen. Yeah. I mean, heck, if I get some gray hair, maybe I'll be taken uh, seriously in a professional sense from all these boomers <laughs> that keep wanting to come into my office. They're, dude, they're gone. The boomers are gone. They're out of <laughs> here. They are so irrelevant. Like one year they were all in charge of everything and now they're fucking gone. That's There's great. nobody around. Fantastic. It's it's nice that they're gone. Now now we got old pissed off Gen Xers. Um, hang on. Are... How's my audio? Is you, Am I coming in all right? 
Yeah, you're fine. How's mine? Okay. Check, check, fine. check, 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 check. Can you hear me? <laughs> Hang on. Can, Is that you, you great me? one? It's a great one. Um, you know who's yeah, got a, an enviable silver beard? Silver beard. Silver uh, beard. Like you look at him, there's a man with that touch of gray that Richard, you can trust. Richard Cooper. No, I think. Was he dying it for a while? Then he said, fuck it, and it's all white. Um, You mean Rich or somebody? Rich Cooper, yeah. No, it's I don't. He definitely doesn't die that. Like I saw one oh. of his videos. He did one of those long um, streams he does with that counselor, and it looked really gray. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Sean or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, Sean. yeah, yeah. That's um, I, I maybe I was mis misremembering. I thought he was like trying to die, and he said "fuck it," and he just let it go its natural color. No, that's probably what happened. Yeah. Like, like I was. I think I mentioned this one time. If you go back all the way to Rich's channel, there's all these 2016 videos where you wouldn't recognize the guy. No facial hair, and <laughs> you see the picture of him with his motorcycle when he was 19. Yes, I did. Yeah, it's like seeing Stefan Molyneux with hair. It's funny when these bald Canadians <laughs> show you pictures. They got these big fucking mullets of hair. <laughs> I blame like, the state. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, is that, is that Rich? It's sure enough, me at 19. I'm like, holy fuck, Rich. Jesus Christ. That's, <laughs> it's, uh, but, uh, no, the guy who's got a really nice gray beard where he can, <clears throat> it, that's the perfect. All these guys are worried about going gray. You want that touch of gray because yeah. you get the jobs. Seriously. Well, of course, nowadays, baby boomers, who knows what they were thinking. But back then, you could get the jobs because you had a little bit of gray. People take it more seriously. Women looked at you like, oh, he's reliable and stable. So you could get the young gals looking to marry or just date up. You could get the old milfy gals because they wanted someone who's still in shape their age. Um, it, it is do not fear the gray. I, do I don't fear, fear it at all. Yeah. I welcome it. My yeah. sister's 42 and still doesn't have any gray hair. So, uh. well, women are different. And, they, and if she started dyeing it, she wouldn't tell you. Oh, she definitely would not yeah. dye it. <laughs> oh, she wouldn't? Never. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is such a shame. I, I told the GF, I'm like, you're dyeing your hair. I am not dating a woman with gray hair. Really? Yeah. I said, you're dyeing your hair. Like, oh. you know, they're, they're, and that's a deal breaker. I'm like, you will dye your hair. I'm surprised I, it bothers you. It does. It, it, I, and I, I'm just like, and it's going to be long hair. I mean, it's just, just basic. Yeah. I don't have grandiose like, okay, I want a set of double D's bolted onto you and you better be this and you better be that. But the, the definitely with that long hair, I mean, she's, well, she and maybe the five other women that still care to be feminine, you will not go gray. You will do the slightest bit of courtesy for the man, quote unquote, you love, and you will keep your hair long and you will dye it. And you will not do this baby boomer shit where the women just chop it all Cut off. Their it's hair, easy. Yeah. It's easy. I hit menopause, so fuck the rest of me. It's like, fuck you. I mean, it, really, if that happened, I'd change the will. Well, and here's a I, question uh, you know? regarding the long hair, because I've had exes ask about this. Mm -hmm. What do you consider long? Like if it's shoulder length, is that long enough? Or do that's you mean long like enough? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shoulder length. That's that's what I would say would be industry standard. It should it should definitely go below your chin. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. And I would say ideally, I like long flowing locks. I want to get drowned in the hair. So I'd say like down to your like your third vertebrae in the back. That's where I'd want it. Uh, yeah, for the gals, and even a little bit longer. If you start hitting your your tailbone, that's too long. Yeah, it's too long. Like, but mid back is about the longest I'd like it. And I'm somewhat sympathetic that women have, you know, it's maintenance. Well, too fucking bad. You know, guys don't like going to the gym or getting shot up at wars or going right. out at 3 a.m. to put lines back up because electricity got hit by a tornado. I, it's, 
So, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, the guy who's got a great touch of gray, uh, Vince over at Masculine Geeks. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other Vince because uh, he, he also has that. Does he? Yeah, yeah. When he grows a beard, it's it's pretty cool. But I, yeah, Vince. Beard? When did Vince? When did our, our Vince? When did Chicago Vince grow a beard? I think it was a few years ago, like um, oh. maybe like three or four years ago. It was I pretty cool. With it. I don't think there's any pictures of it, but um, oh. Oh. but yeah, you're right. The other Vince does have an awesome beard. Yeah, he I, got I, a nice on that. silver. He's got silver. And, masculine uh, geeks do you want to talk about classical music <laughs> no no i don't want to talk about music. <laughs> yeah. anyway so what's going on how's the world of chicago treating our favorite cpa honestly life is pretty good the weather is extremely shitty today we're talking yeah. really really bad gusts of 40 to 50 mile an hour winds uh-huh. um it's raining and it's just ah um other than that, things are good. Like, I finally got some time. Cleaned my entire apartment uh, every little inch yesterday. It took about three hours. Really? Um, yeah, you, I wanted to do it. It hadn't been done in a while. Uh, got my sports ball team playing in the fall classic tonight. In fact, I'll just show everybody the sports ball. Astros? Yeah. Yep. Are they in the playoffs still? Yeah, they're in the World Series. They beat um, – I know you're so interested in this – they beat the Yankees a few days ago to advance to the World Series. So, I'm okay, so it's it. okay. It's it's down to the final two. Who, who are they going yeah. up against? A team called the Washington Nationals. It's like a they've only been around for like twelve game, years maybe, or something. You know. Yeah, fifteen okay. years. Um, so it's exciting. I think. Did the Astros ever win the World Series? They did in twenty seventeen. That's why this oh, is kind of okay. like yeah. I, I'm like that time I was going out meeting up with other Astros fans here, but this time you know. I'll just watch it at home or hit up my bar or something. Yeah, so. I I did. I remember the Astros were like, was it the Padres? For I mean, they never won anything. Right, they never and then, did. And then all of a sudden they won it, and you know the Cubs they won it recently. And yeah, that um, was crazy here. Yeah, yeah. Your and, your Twins made it to the playoffs this year and were summarily swept. <laughs> that was so funny. I didn't know that until like you, everyone was wearing twins jerseys and their dollars were down and they're all like sad. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Is there a game? That must be a twins. Game. I, I thought that your GF was a little into that. The twins, like no? that much more than me. <laughs> we really, I mean, she'll go to a game because her family likes going to the games. Yeah, uh, we don't pay attention to who played swingy stick and who got on to second and <laughs> and got a touchdown. We don't pay attention to it. And then uh, all of a sudden, it's like, oh yeah, they were in the playoffs, and then they weren't. I'm like, ah, that's what I love <laughs> about the Minnesota teams is they get these idiots' hopes up. They actually make it to the playoffs. And I think wasn't it the Vikings that two times in a row now they miss going to the Super Bowl because they missed simple yes. field goals two yes. times. That was really, and there were all these reaction videos from people who watched it live, like right. Vikings fans who were like, yeah, yeah, we're going to advance. Dude misses an easy field goal, and people were like punching the wall and throwing shit at their TV. I can't <laughs> think who deserves it more than these dumb, dopey Minnesota fucks who wear other men's jerseys and have nothing else going on in their lives that they got they got shanked twice by a missed field goal. It's well, wonderful. It's great. I, I'm not one to talk because I haven't, you know, Jersey, but to be fair, my dad got me this. So yeah, look, we, I think you're a recovering sports ball enthusiast. You used yeah. to get upset and pissed off. Do you do that anymore? No, I'm actually okay. at that time. It's been almost a year since I called you. Okay. Um, no, I feel, 
I feel like pretty stoic about the whole thing. Can take it or leave it. It's right. Cool. And now you know that those people aren't the same people and they don't know, know who you are. And right. the university that you used to cheer on, they hate your guts because you're a white male and you're peen-eyed <laughs> and you're successful. I mean, you understand that. They hate you, right? Yeah, I mean, um, okay. whether they do hate me or not, it's nice to... Um, I'm trying to get into different hobbies. Like, I know you're not much of a reader, but I've decided with it not being busy season anymore, read a bunch of books. Right. So, okay. yeah. Oh, for you. <laughs> but what have you been up to? Uh, Antiquing. No. <laughs> no, taking it really easy. I had my first good day yesterday where I didn't feel my side at all. Cool. I went for, I went to the gym and after lifting weights, I'm like, I'm going to go for a run. So I nice. went to just a little one. And, um, the, uh, I started running and I think in about a 10th of a mile to even make it a quarter mile. I'm like, Whoa, I have not ran in a long time. Were you and I'm carrying, huh? Oh, were you getting winded or? Were yeah, you I was. Cause I've been walking a lot, uh, just cause that's more calm and meditative, but I haven't ran in a long time. I haven't ran mm. in about a month and a half. Wow. Uh, and all of a sudden I'm, this is just a little two mile a jaunt and I made it just fine, but it was, I'm carrying about an extra seven, eight pounds. Uh, really? and yeah, because I've been, it, it's, you, you're, you're freaked out. And so any little thing helps. Like, so I'd eat a big Mac, like my diet went to hell because you needed any kind of positive thing in your life, uh, <clears throat> to get through that day, uh, right. to make, you know, you know, if you're if, no, not to whine and continue it, but if you're facing death, it sucks. You know, the prospect, the potential, you're like, Ooh, so I was eating, getting what, not, not any kind of fix, but eating what I wanted. Um, you know, if I didn't feel like running, I wouldn't run. If I didn't feel like working out, I wouldn't work out. Actually taking it easy and relaxing. And yeah, I've gained uh, about eight pounds, uh, which is on my frame significant. And then just not running, uh, you know, your cardio goes down, especially for a month and a half. And so I can do it. You know, I'm still in better shape than the average schleb out there. But it was, it was like, whoa, I got to. We got to get back into us, but I could run. I could work out no side problems, no nothing. It wasn't until later on that I was driving in that evening that I start to feel something. Have you had that? uh, Was it a sonogram or? Yeah, the the, the, uh, uh, ultrasound. Yeah. You have that? Yeah, I had that, but the docs are so not worried. I had, they're going to call me November 12th with my results. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I guess you guys, it's just, so what I, I think in it is, uh, I'm almost 85% sure now it's stress because I just, I chilled out. I relaxed two or three days ago. It was, uh, uh, Geronimo's birthday. Geronimo turned the big three Mm. and, uh, people brought other little children that are not (laughs) well-behaved immediately started feeling my side. And I'm like stepping outside to like check phone the third time. And, um, so you're 85% sure it's really distress. I'm Mm. 100 percent sure it's related you to could, stress you could but remember our drinking days now over at uh <laughs> I mean, you can't yeah. discount it there's still gotta be there's still gotta be that but yeah it was um like yesterday no driving no commuting no streaming kids just relaxing even playing video games and uh, cool so but uh, you have something called conversion disorder google it sometime it's conversion you- disorder it's basically now like, wants to know. well, when, when you're stressed on a daily basis and sometimes, you know, it's just overwhelming you, whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, your body like 
it all sort of pulls into one place and that's called a conversion oh. disorder. Like I had something like that with my neck uh, a few years ago. So I was so like stressed out about tax season and people. And of course I was dating sh- schmuckums. Well, that right. Yeah, of course. Right. So that like all your stress goes to one part of your body and it, it just settles there. And then when you're not stressed, it kind of relaxes. Yeah. No, this, this could be it. And I'll, I'll tell you the other thing is like, it only, it feeds on itself. So oh, you yeah. really got to meditate yourself out of it. You really got to be a stoic. It's a downward a feedback loop. It's mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. So here it is. This is from the Mayo Clinic. A functional neurologic disorder is a neuro broader term that includes what some people call conversion disorder, feature nervous system symptoms that can't be explained by a neurological disease or other medical condition. However, the symptoms are re- real and cause significant distress or problems functioning. Signs and symptoms vary depending on the type of functional neurological disorder. It may include specific patterns. Typically, the disorders affect your movement or, or your senses, such as the ability to walk, swallow, or hear. Booty, boo, booty, boo. Yeah, so it takes, um, it basically takes a physical or biophysiological manifestation when it's psychological. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's annoying when you go to the doctor because, kind of like in your case, they really didn't see anything they wrong. They saw nothing. They saw nothing. Yeah. So when you mention stress, and I don't blame them for this. They're like, I believe this is stress. There's no yeah. other reason. Nope. <clears throat> that that it is. But now it's uh I gotta I gotta be real, real uh gentle, real gingerly, like not driving when the when it's rush hour. Even in even in the, the eastern burbs of the metro, there's still traffic. I gotta make sure kids aren't around and, and mm. just chilling the fuck out. Um you know, so uh but otherwise, yeah, that's how it's going on over here in Cappy World. Uh, cool. There's I nothing. S- there's nothing. There's shit going on today. There's nothing. That's, <laughs> I mean, gotta, I got to write. That's what I want to do. And I'm glad I got this so I can procrastinate in my writing because I don't want to write. But I got to I gotta write. Should we tackle some uh, super chats? Yeah, let's do that. And then I got some articles if people don't... Uh, don't have a lot of super chats. We can make this a, a short and quick one if we want, as we always get. And that's usually when all of a sudden it lasts five hours. But uh, we got, <laughs> I got, we got nothing C- else to do. Yeah, we got Cynic and Chief. Go ahead there, Chad. Uh, Cynic and Chief says, wow, Cappy is up before noon. Was he in bed by eight for $2? <laughs> I thought you wake up at like uh, se- 6 or 7 a.m. 7, 7 a.m. I've been getting up regularly because I'm going to bed at 10. Yeah. 10, 10, 15. I've been meaning to ask you about this. I'm really struggling with that now that I have free time. I stay up too late. How do you resist the temptation of like other stuff you can do up until like midnight, whether you're surfing the internet or playing video games? Or Take a sleeping pill. Ta- is that what yeah, you That's what I, yeah. Cause if without sleeping pills or melatonin and certainly without booze, I would regularly go till three, four, even 5 a.m. Wow. And it's great if if you go, you know, I'd go to Perkins and write. I'd, I'd use my, I go grocery shopping at night. But it's not good for your long-term mental health because it's dark. You don't see the sun. You yeah. don't see people. You sleep till noon. You're not on the synchronization with everybody else. And yeah. even though it's normie conforming inferior land, that's where the people are. Yeah. So it's okay to run it. You know, you're going to college or you're just trying to get out of poverty or whatever. Um, but after a while, it just started fucking with my mind, especially that mm-hmm. no sun shit. Yeah, and so yeah. I take uh, melatonin, and um, I'd occasionally use a sleeping pill, and now I, I take two melatonin pills and half a sleeping pill. Are they and five that, milligrams, or you know? Uh, five. Yeah, like that's probably the highest 
dose of a of a single pill you can get because there's milligram. like yeah there's like well five there's like two milligram pills and one milligram pills so you're probably on the strongest one right the get. melatonin pills yeah yeah i take two five milligram pills mm. and mm. then i take half a sleeping pill i take it about an hour or two before i want to go to bed and then by then then by 10 o'clock 10 30 you can't even fight you're like i'm gonna go to bed um <clears throat> i should try that give it a shot the only problem is you kind of you feel like you're giving up a bit of yourself. Like Aaron Cleary would stay up till 3 a.m. and do it. And it's kind of like this. I hate to, I know this doesn't make any sense, but it's like this admission of defeat. It's like the rest of the world ain't coming with me. I guess I got to join you guys. Uh-huh. Um, and you get more regular sleep, you know, and it's great. I spend more time with the GF. I get to see people somewhat regularly because they're all on the same schedule. But there's that bit of individuality that's gone because let's admit it, really cool fucking people who did some amazing shit stayed up till fucking 4 or 3 a.m. tinkering yeah. on widgets or electricity or whatever else have you. And when when you get to this point where you, you know, I've done my work, you've set up, you've you've burned the midnight oil to set up your company and everything. Usually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially during busy season. Right. Um, once you get established, you realize nobody else is coming with you. Right. Uh and there were some people present in your 20s, maybe even your 30s, because people were hustling. People would be up. They'd have the energy. But by the time you're 40, dude, there ain't nobody there except 20-somethings, and you don't want to hang out with them. Right. And, I'm living this. Yeah. And then it, it's it's I think it's like this admission that your time has passed. Uh, the, the society has moved now past you. You have served your point in your function and now you're no longer a soldier. You're in management. You're a mid to high ranking officer. You sit and push papers. You're no longer the trader on the trading floor, which don't exist anymore. It's all computers. You're now a manager. You know, you're not, you're not the, I, I know this kid, he works for Jimmy Johns and they, they ship him around uh, and he's cool. He's, he's, he's kind of, as a client of mine, he comes in occasionally and we, we visit. He's a nice guy. Um, and it's great for a 25-year-old kid. They pay him to fly around and do marketing for Jimmy John's. And he's traveling all around. But you don't want to be doing that when you're 40. Right. That's a 20 or in someone in their 20s job. That's a that's a 20-something job. And, and a great job to have, by the way. It's wonderful. And he's meeting all these people. He's checking out all these places. But then the society just moves on. And it's like, well, you could stay up and be like Edison or Tesla or whoever else stayed up really late at night. But you're going to start paying a price, and that is you're going to miss out on the rest of society. And and for what? You've already you've already built your empire. You've already become established. It's like, well, what? Do I want to bang out another book in another three months, or can I just maybe take six months and have a normal life? Well, not to harp on this, but I, this is what really, really, really makes it hard for me to go to bed at a mm -hmm. reasonable hour. There's like so many things I want to read, like on the internet or just books, and there's so many shows I, I want to check out there's yeah. almost like too much entertainment so when it when it's time for me to think about going to sleep i'm trying to cram in like all these things i want to check out before why don't, you I listen, why don't you listen to podcasts or books before you go to bed i do okay. like i i you name that the type of entertainment and i just want to gobble it all up say it's 11 o'clock like last night right. i'm starting to get a little tired but i found something on um netflix i wanted to watch fuck it, I'm going to stay up till 12 or 1, and I need to make myself not do that. I need to cycle better. You difficult. have to do it. Now, 
pot calling the kettle black right here. <clears throat> uh, you know, I said, oh, I'm not going to have coffee. It made me too wiry yesterday. What did I do? Had a cup and a half of coffee. On it. Huh. And, you know, oh, I'm not going to drink. What do you do? Cappy goes and drinks. So we all know, you know, but you just got to commit to it. And like, yeah. and that's where I think taking the sleeping pills or the melatonin, it will force you to go to sleep. You'll be like, whoa, I'm going to bed. And then, okay, fine. You, there's nothing wrong with watching a Netflix show for like an hour. But you, but that should be your calm down time. Right. Uh, and then I, I always listen to podcasts when I go to bed, but they're not, um, you know, I won't lis- listen to the great one because he's too loud. <laughs> and I won't listen, but I'll, I'll binge on these uh, medieval battle history podcasts because sure. it's, it's always a British guy and it's always very, and, and you're not missing out anything. It's like, oh, this group of white people over here want to kill that group of white people over there because so they can, killed some other. You can sleep like you got the headphones on and you just. Yep, and I just out. zonk right out. So you can still get a little bit of it. I mean, but what? here's another thing. Are you listening to deep philosophical intellectual stuff? Like, are you tuning into Rolo Tomasi? Are you tuning into Rich? Or or is it lighthearted stuff that you could? Because I'm not going to listen to, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm not going to listen to Stefan Molyneux. Yeah, I, I listen uh, to When him. I want to go to bed because you have to pay attention. Yeah. And it's depressing. If you do pay attention, you're going to get agitated and just you know get yourself awake. Uh, versus listening to say you know the masculine geeks or world class yeah. bullshitters. What so, about us? Do you think anyone listens to us and goes to sleep? Well, forty nine people listen to us right now. Yeah, I don't think they listen to us to go to sleep. It, it all depends. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I know some people are like oh I love Lily because he makes me go to sleep and you know it's like really all the cursing <laughs> like, is swearing. Wow. Like I guess so. Um, yeah, you just take go to. Do you have sleeping pills or no? Those little blue ones. I've I've got some. They're old ones. I haven't taken in a while. It but your, still work. Your melatonin one is, I think, what I'm going to start with and just see what happens. You could you could try melatonin, but I think you have the energy like I do. Like you got to go and you got to do. You, you just you're going to need something to knock you out bigger than that. Yeah. Just trust me on this. Take one melatonin pill and then take half a sleeping pill an hour before you want to go to bed. I'll try stop this fighting. week. Just just stop fighting it, and then but. Be aware that you're going to wake up at 8 a.m. and you're going to be like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I don't know how else to describe it, but because I, for it, it took a while. It's, there's still a little bit of this. Like, I wake up, I think I'm going back to school or work again. Yeah. And so you have this association where it's like, oh, and, and it's like, no, dude, you're going to get out of bed in your sweatpants and your sweatshirt and you're going to sit and go drink your coffee, do asshole consulting. So, a key thing I'd add to this is because what time are you waking up now? This morning it was seven, um, but I usually set the alarm for like eight or eight fifteen, which means I should be asleep by you know midnight at the latest, and it just right. never happens. I'm consuming too much entertainment, too much blue. Why light. are you setting your alarm that early if you're going to bed that late? Because uh, I don't want to fall into a pattern of like sleeping till 10 or 11. And I also, I like to take cycling classes at the gym a few times a week and those start at nine. So I'll set the alarm for eight. I, okay. I'm really trying to, regardless of when I go to sleep, which I'm not doing well at, I want to be waking up at a reasonable time because I feel so shitty when I wake up at like 10 and and everyone <laughs> else has been up for, yeah. 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 Unless I've been drinking, in which case, whatever. But <laughs> See, you're going to feel bad either way. If you wake up at 7 with everybody else, you didn't get enough sleep, you feel like yeah. shit physically. You wake up at 10, oh my gosh, I'm a, I'm a lout, I'm a sloth, I'm a, a glutton. And then you have shame. And this and, is uh, why I got to go to bed early. I just have to go to bed earlier, plain and simple. Go so. to bed earlier. Just, uh, 
God, I don't know, but you're, you're apparently you're okay with waking up in the morning. That morning stuff, I just, oh, I need I my mean, ritual. I, I don't love it, ritual. but I mean, I love getting the workouts out of the way. Anytime I've done exercise before noon, it just makes mm -hmm. the rest of the day just awesome. Oh, it's like doing your homework on the bus on the way home on Friday, and then also yeah. your whole week. Oh, yeah, it's totally liberating. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I, uh, I've had a couple days like that where I get up, do all the work right bada boom bada bing and then by the time the gf gets back it's like let's go it's like well i gotta work out i'm like oh that's right well take today jobs. what we're doing right now is awesome because it forced me to get up at about seven you know go to my appointments get all my chores done get the workout done and without knowing that this was starting at noon i might have delayed all that stuff so right. when i have things like this it's actually very helpful for, for me to get on schedule yeah yeah no like yesterday i, I worked out and ran and like, yeah. okay, the guilt goes away. Right. The real the real problem you're going to face is you get to talk to your mom and your dad about it is when you realize that it's perfectly all right to be a freaking bum. It's so hard. We've talked about it. It is so hard. So yeah. hard. You can have all the money in the world that you slaved away for, and you're still going to be like, shit, I woke up at 10. And oh, God, God, it's hard. It is really fucking hard because there's that constant guilt. And, and yeah, and you boys out there listening, and a couple of you gals, that that day's coming, man. You're gonna work hard to get your STEM degree, your trade. You're gonna go in the military and get your degree, whatever. And you're gonna work. You're gonna bust your ass off. You're gonna hustle. You get two prong approach, and then like 35, you're gonna be making six figs, and everything's uh -huh. gonna be great. And then you're gonna be like, "Is this it?" And then it's like, "Okay, now turn it off, assholes." And you'll be like, "How? There's no off button. We didn't build an off button. Why isn't there an off button?" There's not even a throttle. We can't stop it. Let me oh, get this. Man. Let me get this. So, all right. What else we got for Super Chat? We got one of our favorites, uh, the bearded nemophilist. Or is it nemophilist? Um, I don't know. One who likes the outdoors. Another $2 for Chad being here. Go sports ball. Well, thank you, dude. Sports no. ball. Sports um, ball. Sports hey, ball? Sports ball. We, we, we got, I'll say I. I got Clary to talk about sports ball for about two minutes on this chat. So I didn't know that about was. how stupid it was. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much pain and agony Minnesota fans go through because their teams just lead them on and fail them at the last minute. Still counts. Cause you were talking about results. Um, yeah. For me and the pain of sports ball fans. <laughs> um, all right. Troy Kostelecki. Hey, Troy, he's been here before. Um, mm -hmm. For two bucks, morning, gents. Thanks for the background noise. Good. Well, I'm glad we could accommodate. Yeah. Oh, quick question: Do you sleep yeah. with like a fan going or a noise machine? No, I, well, I have the headphones. We oh, got the headphones, right? yeah. 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 And now what I'll do is I'll, because I got to delete like Beckloff. He'll lead in with music now. <laughs> you listen uh, to Beckloff when you sleep. Yeah, because <laughs> he kind of wanders. He doesn't really focus on on politics all the time. But now that he's he has like this music intro and it wakes me up. And, uh, and so I got to delete anything that has like a loud intro or music. And then, you know, basically I'm just listening to British nerds talk about medieval history and then just seems like Molyneux would be a good one. I mean, he's talking British he, accent. You're just yeah. Like, but why would you listen to Molyneux if you're trying to go to sleep? You got to kind of pay attention unless it's like, you know, Virgin Tao Steve calls up and oh, I, oh I can't dude. get the you know that you can no I never like, listen to those to those Colin shows that's freaking miserable I just mean sometimes he does like an hour of the truth about you know the Crusades or something and then I can right you got to pay attention though to that because yeah 
usually uh, <clears throat> usually making points. All righty. So we got Chris and FPH, probably Phoenix. Chris and Chris Phoenix, Phoenix won. won. That's yeah. it. Uh, boomers had their fun and left us Xers with the bill, but also the millennials too. They left all of us with. We depend as long as we got the world's reserve currency. Gen X might get a social security check <laughs> and die, and it'll be on the back of the millennials or Gen Z. So it might happen. It might happen. Long as China doesn't get its shit together, long as Russia and Brazil or any large economy doesn't doesn't get any better than the u.s or less corrupt i think we're gonna be all right i think we're gonna collect our checks and it could keep going on for you know millennials could even get non-inflated away social security checks um but i that is i'm starting to look at it like a boomer more dracula like vampiric like mm-hmm. like hey these these millennials are gonna pay for my social security that's great this is wonderful that's so I don't know if we're gonna if we're even gonna pay the bill. So one cool thing about being self-employed, especially under the um, structure that both you and I have, is it limits what we put in for Social Security. You, yes, you the, that, right? that corporate structure does. Yes, love that. I yep. love that. Love yeah. it. It's 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 not all the money in the world, but it does save. It's it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth setting up that, uh, that that the corporate structure there. Yep, absolutely. All Ahmed, right, he's uh, back. Oh, you're, um, how to know if you owe the IRS money for $1.99. Uh, wait for them to send you a letter that says, hey, you got to pay us with this interest or we'll take your house. <laughs> They'll let you know. Oh, hey, all right. Uh, this is, uh, uh, I won't mention his, uh, his uh, oh, wait, he is, he is mentioned, um, not Beckloff, Fran. Bernard, Bernard would mention his name, so I can mention Fran's in the chat room. I haven't seen Fran in a while. It's good. He kind of comes and goes. Pianist uh, of Philadelphia? Yeah, he's a pianist in Philadelphia. Okay. He's a good one, too. He plays around. So, uh, cool guy. This is when you don't want to be... Conversion disorder? What? Oh, that was when we were talking about, um, you know, religious conversion. Oh. I mean, I don't really get it either. I <laughs> Where is that? I can't find that him in the chat. Philadelphia? Oh, I found it. I found it. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, Fran. Yeah. So Ahmed, Ahmed, if you think you owe money, just uh, give him a call. I thought you were Canadian for some reason. Huh. Um, all right. Who's next? The bearded nemophilist. Get back to work. Get ba- back to earth. Going to both enjoy the show and get paid. There you go. Yeah. Glad he can do that. Holy now this, shit. Yeah, I was going to see it. Did you see George, this? George, Jesus, George, thanks, man. Thanks, dude. $20 Canadian. Oh, we'll, we'll post up his other stuff. Can't be turning in an old man by going to bed that early. Yep. I think that's all he put in the chat, but we'll keep an yeah. eye out. Well, thanks, him. George. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Time. Thanks a lot. That's, uh, Noah. Noah. Somebody Noah. If you had to survive the, acop- the apocalypse with a group of people, would it be people from Wyoming or Minnesota? That's one for you because I have no idea. I hate to say this. Uh, it, it also depends on do I get to choose, but I, w- I would choose Minnesotans. Really? Yeah. That's how bad Wyomingans are. See, there are some Minnesotans <clears throat> who shoot guns, who were ex-military, who aren't a bunch of dipshits. Um, and if you did a percentage of the population, yes, they're the minority, but there are even fewer lower percentage of, po- of the population of Wyoming that you can rely on. Uh, Wyoming people, they're just dumb. They're just dumb. Um, 
I've been to like 42 states, but I've never been to Wyoming. Never gone through it. Well, you got a client that lives over on the west side. Um, True. I, I, that's the side I go visit. You know, it's beautiful. Go visit Grand Tetons. Go visit Yellowstone. I even do uh, Bighorn. Uh, did Did you tell me you thought Yellowstone was a little overrated? Because that's where I really want to go. Yeah, Yellowstone's overrated. Um, because they it's still very pretty. It's very unique because of all the volcanic activity. Yeah. Um, and I did some serious hiking in the canyons that they have there, but it really was a letdown when I went there. Grand Tetons is much more pretty. Heck, yeah. even driving around the Bitterroot Mountains, which isn't a national park, is prettier. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I would, I would, uh, you, you're, if you're going to go to Grand Tetons, it shares a border. It's right next to Yellowstone. So you might as well sure. drive up in there. Plus you're right. Um, I've got a client there who I could talk yeah, to. Yeah. Crash over on the couch, whatever. I'd love it if you showed up too. Cause I might, I might drive out. I'm going to fly out to Vegas, grab the car, mm. do a loop and visit everybody. Um, cool. Because I've realize people just aren't going to visit me. It's not going to happen. I got to go to them. So hey, I don't want to have it. Yeah, I know you, I know you and, and glorious Carl and a handful of other people have, but it's so few. And so I just realized the reality is in me, send me banging my head against the wall. I got to go out to these people. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I'm going to do a big, Cappy's going to be doing a big tour. Um, and I'm just going to visit and stop in and say hi to folk. You're not going through northern New Mexico, are you? Or is it just? Oh uh, yeah, no. I'm gonna. Your folks are on. Yeah. Well, what I'm gonna do is fly out probably November. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> go to the Southern Command. Uh, grab the car, and I'm gonna go up north. Gonna visit Atham. I'm mm. gonna go up and visit a buddy of mine in Salem. Uh, then oh, yeah. the GF and I are going to avoid Portland, and we're gonna shoot <laughs> out to 101. And I'm gonna show her with a 101, and then we're gonna go into Tacoma and visit my. Uh, my lawyer who hates me and uh. loves the GF. Uh, then she'll probably fly out of SeaTac back to the Twin Cities because she's got a job. And then I'm going to continue on the the trek. Go visit. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to see John Steele. Oh, hopefully I'll finally get to meet the John Steele. But you know, he he goes ghost, man. He'll just go ghost. And I've been no more than 20 miles generally from where he says he is, and and then he, you can't find him. Uh, we'll go visit uh, uh, TJ Martinell. Ah, uh, yeah. Then I'm going to video a buddy of mine. Oh, your future wife that I was going to set you up with who moved to Coeur d'Alene. You guys remember Jarvis, the dog, my buddy Jarvis, the little <laughs> French bulldog that I did some asshole. Yes. With. Yes. I remember that now. Yeah. My buddy who lived in rapid city. I was going to set you up with her. Yes. Yes. She has moved to Coeur d'Alene, which is right on the main highway there. So I'll stop and say hi to her. Um, then I'll probably go visit your, our buddy in common <clears throat> in Wyoming. Uh-huh. Visit DT in Rapid City, then back home. And then after Christmas, I'm going to drive back out and do the Southern people. So mm. I'm going to visit DT again, visit the great one for Collins, Denver, Ben in Denver, your folks over in New Mexico, Albuquerque, Adam, then Tucson, visit uh, Chaplain Dave, my buddy Con and Phoenix. And then back to Vegas and then chill out there for a week or two and then then fly back. It's good timing. Like my folks uh, will be in um, New Mexico by then because they're going to Oregon for like a month over the holidays. And then <laughs> I know I have, I just booked my plane ticket and I'm like, Ugh. they bought a house too, right? A condo. Yeah. A condo. Okay. Nobody <laughs> listens to Clary. No one listens to Clary. 
could have had great hotels for the rest of their days until that kid turned 18. Oh, he got to get a house and pay more taxes. Oh. It's actually kind of good for me because they're, my sister and brother-in-law live about two or three miles from where my parents bought the condo. So right. I, can, I can split up where I stay depending on what kind of mood I'm Dude. in. Well, and here's another thing. You're, you're near Portland, right? Or is it Portland proper? It's Portland proper. It's on the southeast side. Portland. Imagine with that condo, because your folks aren't going to be there. You can go there anytime you want, right? R right, yeah. But I mean, if I go there, I would just hang with my sister, I think. I, I know, yeah. but but you have this place yourself. Imagine all the hairy pussy and the hairy armpit <laughs> trim you can get and bring back. All that's typhus and, uh, oh yeah, man, and the purple-haired trans-lesbian uh, uh, poetry. Ma Dude, you can get some tail. It's like what Terrence Pop says, gonorrhea. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, there aren't any STD. Like the STD problem in Portland is that bad because everybody's so ugly. Nobody wants to fuck like the, the needle drugs. Those are probably rampant because drugs are all over the place. I guarantee oh, all you that. Over downtown. Yeah. Like it's not as bad as San Fran, but you get the same type of people downtown. Right. But I, I don't, I'd be surprised if herpes was that high because, uh, because like, well, who, who wants to fuck a Portlandian? Like ugh. I, whenever I go there, I'm just hanging out with my family. I don't. I do no socializing. <laughs> we should start um, a show called "Who Wants to Fuck a Portlandian?" Her name is Tina. She's 300 pounds and has her master's degree in education and diversity. Actually, she, if you're still around, it would be fun to stream again uh, when I'm up there. <laughs> we could. Yeah, we could do it. Uh, no, I'll I'll be around. I always I got my my travel mic and everything with me, so. Cool. But, uh, all right. Hey, here's our favorite Marine nonstop trade 360. Morning, gents. Thanks for the background noise. Wow. We really provide that for people. Background Good. noise. Who knew? What did he do? He made trillions of dollars worth of GDP and background noise. Forget his books. <laughs> uh, Nick Shoelander, $1.99. What's up, man? Good morning, gents. Well, it's actually afternoon here, but thank you again. Yeah. Well, he's over on the West Coast. Ah, I got to visit Nick, too. Cause he's over yeah. Pacific. Oh, we got to visit bacon. I got to visit bacon. Y'all had like Seattle. You got so many people. You could. Yeah. See. There's a lot of people out there. There's a guy called Aaron and, um, Leif, the genetic experiment gone. Right. So I should, maybe I should do a meetup because there's a lot of cool guys in Seattle. Uh, so we'll probably do that. And you can find Nick Shulander, Nick Shulander.com for all your digital marketing needs. Syndicate chief is, is he's, he's amortizing the, the donations out here a little bit. Reminder. Don't admit to crimes on public discord. Did you hear about this? Uh, I, I don't think I did. What, what happened? So I, I think, Cynic, let me know if I'm wrong, but Beckloff had a, like a, a troll that he tolerated because I guess he was funny or something. Yeah. Uh, who was 19 years old. And he'd always, you know, ridicule Beckloff on this or that and intellectually dishonest, you know, kind of a pain in the ass. I probably would have banned someone like that. Well, then he admits to, was it entrapping a gal or kidnapping a 16-year-old girl and holding her, like locking her in a room and then sexually assaulting her? I won't go into the details because it's actually quite gross. And I think he admitted it on the Discord. And now he's arrested. Okay, now? Who knew that kidnapping and sexual assault was bad? You shouldn't do it. So I think that's what Cynic is referring to. And I mean, it's it, it's funny on the face of it, but man, that is just wrong and creepy where you kidnap someone and sex. I mean, it's just that, you know, you're not, you're, if it's true, you know, which he admitted, I guess, 
Um, you're not going to find anyone saying, uh, oh, yeah, you know, that's me tooing. It's like, no, get that fucker. Kill him. Uh, it's just I don't want I don't want those people around. So I could be wrong, but I think that's uh, that's what Cynic is referring to. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, is that the last? Oh no, we got. No, we, uh, got we got more. We got more. We got your boy Ahmed. My buddy Ahmed. He's back. Back again. Guess who's uh, back? Tell a friend. A dollar ninety nine is taking basic accounting classes at a community college useful? Yes, yes. It's I... always well. I mean, you want to if he's going to go into business or pursue some kind of field where you you need to know accounting. If it's cheap, I don't think it's that bad to learn accounting. I mean. It depends on what his career is. If it's going to be going into programming, I, I don't I don't see why he'd spend the money on accounting classes because oh, you can learn case, it for free. Yeah, in that case, you wouldn't. I thought this was on a certain like business path. Yeah, but. if he's if he's majoring in business, well, one, you should be majoring in accounting or IT, so it better be IT. Um, and getting a minor in accounting would certainly help. Yeah, they're not a wait. If you got to fill credits with something, sure, accounting classes. Yeah, go ahead. That that's a very handy skill to have for everybody. Yeah, you just, you can know how to. Keep your books and all that stuff. It's always useful. Um, this isn't a super chat, but Sast One Too Many always says Chad Elkins, celebrity hunk, whenever I come on. So I just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, thank you for that. Well, Sast, start tucking some dollar bills and old uh, Elkins. I'm make there, I, I appreciate the compliment. Um, all right. So Dre again for two bucks. Do you know people who work in computer science? Don't we have some people in the chat here who do? Or Yeah. Uh, Cynic in Chief does. Yeah. Um, I know uh, my IT guy does, and his buddy, who I've become associated friends with, he does. Uh, yeah, I, I have my fair IT geniuses. Or There's there's another geniuses. one. Were you there? This was last, uh, whenever we were on the Masculine Geek, there was some other guy there who was- Oh, also- yeah. Yeah, Tim. Yep. Tim, Tim is Tim. a- yep. Yeah. No, I, I know people. I got peeps. Yeah. My posse. Um, um, Nick again. Nick again. For dollar ninety nine, people are so thirsty that they will uh, fuck anything. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can't say I disagree from what I see around here. Yeah, I. I don't know. Do we want to go into that again? Nah, it's old hat. <clears throat> I'm coming up with a series uh, called Red Pill Frontiers, where it gets to the frontier of new thought on the red pill, like consequential. Like, okay, you've made it through this. Now we're here at the new frontiers, and you know what's after this. And it's it's really interesting. There's not a lot. You're gonna do this. You're gonna start. Yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple items. You know, kind of the red pill frontier, uh-huh. where you know somebody who's 17, 18, just getting into this. Yeah, you should learn about thirsty betas. You should learn about beta orbiters. You should learn all the one hundred and one stuff. But then for people more my age, you know, the Rich Coopers and the uh, uh, what's his name, the other Italian uh, Tomasi's Rolo. Yeah, Rolo yeah. Uh, guys in the thirties and forties where you've gotten, you are know, like, okay, now what? And you could kind of see this with Roosh where he's gone God pill. So he's yes. gone on off on that adventure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm interested to see what happened. Uh, Adam Piggott, same thing. He's been talking about uh, religion. Did you listen to that, that uh, podcast by the great one? When was this? This, I linked to it uh, three, four days ago. He had a hell of a, very dark and depressing, like, yeah, um, he called it sterile humans because you're sterile, effectively. You're sterilized. You're not going to have kids. Well, I saw the Joker <laughs> on Friday, so I don't need any more like depressing stuff. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe give this a, a rest. Where, where do we find that? Sinlibsoch.com. Again, warning. 
very crass, racist, sexist, all that other stuff. I, you know, you so said just, you, you, know, you linked that somewhere. I just want to get it. Um, yeah, let me hang on. I'll pull it up. You know what? I'll put it in the chat. Yeah, because I'll, I'll check that out. Sinlib um, social, and this is it, because he is he's older than me, and he's never been married and played it right, and and he's by all means successful. Um, but you get to this point. Uh, the, yeah, here, the dead ends and destruction of a sterile life. He basically goes through like, you know, this is what you can expect. And he leads with, um, you know, we're going to talk about a problem that I have. Most other people are going to have, especially if you do this. Right. So I put it in the chat room there and, and he quotes me, he says, and like Aaron Clary says, there is no solution. And so people were like, dude, I'm five minutes into this and I can't take it. It's so depressing, <laughs> but it's true. It's like you, you, he, he, Everyone's standing looking at the abyss. He goes right up to it and gets his nose in it. Yeah, I see the link here. So you really think it's worth checking out? I think it's worth checking out because what it it ultimately does is point out that you're finite. And after you do all this red pill stuff and after you regain your masculinity. And when again, we're not talking how do I get the girls? We're not talking this basic bitch shit. We're talking like your advanced doctorate. Um, you're doing research at the Institute of Red Pill or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> inevitably, it's like, okay, we're going to die. Where are we all going? And he makes the, the the sad point that, okay, women have been taken off the table for the vast majority of men. Um, that would have normally given you agency and purpose. And so what is left? And it's all basically nothing. All right, now, wow, that's not a conclusion to come to when you're 75 years old and you're about to die. Come to that conclusion now so that you have the strength, incentive, energy, and resolve to avail yourself of this life that you have. And you're lucky if you're religious and you believe in an afterlife. Uh, God bless you if you do. Because, boy, that'd be nice to think there's an afterlife. And it's just like, bleep, and then you reboot. and Like, oh, hey, look at the people down there on Earth. Ah." But if you don't, and he's agnostic or atheist, I forget which. As long as you don't think it's too depressing on a, you know, cloudy rainy 40 don't listen to it today no don't listen to it today don't listen to it today not today okay not today uh i i i see you don't want to get out of a good mood i like like say listen to when you're in a great mood then you go down to zero it's like but why would you want to get out of a great mood it's important here's the reason you should listen to it because it's true and people live kind of in this quasi false world or under this false assumption that it goes on forever and that, yes, you're right. And yes, we have these great epiphanies about the red pill and dating and men and women. Um, <clears throat> I think it's also vital to keep tabs on what's going on, like the latest craziness to remind, you know, not tabloid craziness, because I had a bunch of articles from The Sun and all this other bullshit where it's like, okay, you're a tabloid. I don't trust you. But it's it's important to keep tabs on, you know, just what kind of a war or just kind of what opinion the opposite sex has of you. So, you know, like, wow. It, they really don't want you. They really yeah. don't want us. And if they do, it's with it's not not in a sense that would make any kind of mutually beneficial sense to us. It's a one-sided deal. And again, re-emphasizes the very rare instance that there is a quality galaxy. After all that bullshit, okay, operating from the principle, about 90% of you fuckers aren't going to get married or find a long-term steady girlfriend. Okay. What do you do? And how do you avail and take advantage of the right? And how do you accept that? 
Like, yeah, you're going to die. That's already hard enough to accept. How do you accept that what has traditionally been a birthright for guys going back, whatever, thousands of years, who knows? uh, That's done. That's gone. Right. And getting over it and now focusing on yourself and with the added urgency, hey, you better go fucking do something before it's all dead and done and over. And so I think that is where the frontier is where, okay, you've done all this and there's a couple things. It's not a lot. I don't, it's not going to be like feminism or women's studies where they constantly create more uh, uh, minutia and bullshit to, to advance. Well, I have to do a doctorate on something new and cross sectionality and all this crap. I mean, there's no meat left on that bone, but they'll, they'll, they'll go to the marrow. They'll grind up the bones. They'll, they'll create whole things out of whole cloth in women's studies. The social sciences in general are at this point where there's no new ideas that oh, it's just all bullshit. I think there's a couple legitimate, good, deep, heavy philosophical ideas that need to be investigated, researched, explored. You know, Roosh is doing his own journey and all that. Um, and I have a couple ideas, you know, because l- let's face it, you know, uh, me, <clears throat> Roosh, Rolo, uh, I'd say Pop, especially uh, you to a certain extent with your entrepreneurship, we've all, we're, we were the satellites. We're like the Voyager one and two. We were all sent out in different directions in the solar system. And it's like, okay, great. You got past Pluto. You got past Neptune, depending on the orbits. Uh, well, here's this other shit that you didn't think about mm. in this universe. And, and we got to report back and say, okay, so once you get here, then the next step is this. And now that we've resolved, I'd say all concrete items, things that most people are knowing. I mean, what percentage of the people self-employed and technically don't have to work? What percentage of the people get to the point where it's like, I feel bad about myself if I wake up at 10, even though I got the money and I don't have to, I have no debt. I mean, there's that's such a few, but there's going to be an increasing percentage of people who do get there because they followed our advice. They avoided the mistakes we did. And they're going to get to this point at 30, 31, 32, instead of 40, 41, 42. And they're going to even have a longer life uh, remaining to figure out what do I do uh, existentially with my life. And so I think that's that's where we got to like, you know, the final thing, the final frontier, we research it, we report back and say, look, there may not be an answer as the great one figured out. So I'm, I'm looking at this pioneering type of thought and philosophy so that once you get out of the solar system of the red pill, all right, what's next? And there could be nothing. There could, And then at that point, yeah. I think we've we've written and documented and chronicled everything that could be documented about this study. And then we move on. And then, you know, it's updated by new people. But that body of study has been concluded. And unlike feminists and women's studies and all the social science people who just fucking beat a dead horse, we move on and avail ourselves of our life. But it, it's it's one of those things that inspired me to write that that this frontier uh, idea. But it listen to it so it prompts you and kicks you in your ass. And what it helped me do, may help you do it, is like actually relax. I'm, I'm only about 15% successful so far but Mm. i have calmed down there has been progress some you might want to listen to there because dude do you want to do busy season all the time and how pissed Mm -mm. off were you with uh with all the dipshits that that call in october 15th at noon with a crisis i'm still thinking about this but there are going to be changes this year uh a number of clients are are going somewhere else because i won't do it anymore right and i'm gonna do this yeah whoops right and you should and you should have fun and relax you know, yeah, I'm working fun. on it. I mean, 
Days like today are great because I really don't have anything to do. There's not any annoying emails um, and all the chores and stuff are out of the way. So even if it's a bad weather day, there's stuff I can read, get on the computer. Right. Know. Right. The trick is to do it without guilt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, another thing I found is uh, you need something to look forward to. Like you need a, a project, like the kid's third birthday. That it gets you through the next couple of days. You got something to look forward to, but then you got to replace it with something. So even things uh, like joining the Moose Club, I might join the Moose Lodge. I don't know if you know the Moose. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, what do they do? Okay, they have pizza night and they have beanbag night and they have that <laughs> night. Okay, let's go. But it's something to look forward to. The Stoics Club. I go to the Stoics Club in the Twin Cities. Um, you know, that's another thing. Another thing where it's like, okay. You, you either have given up on chasing uh, a wife or you statistically thrown in the towel or you may have an actual wife or, or a long-term girlfriend. It still doesn't answer or solve or address or satiate your desire for intellectual stimulation with uh, comrades, with friends, with mm-hmm. colleagues. And so that's the nice. So, but this is, that's the type of stuff. All right. Good old Ahmed again. Uh, well, did we get to, Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Aaron Bacon, Nick, get Mexican food. Do you like Mexican food? Dude, I love Mexican food. Oh, dude, I can eat Asian. <laughs> Mexican food is the best. Though. Oh man, I love it. Well, and I like Tex Mex. I love Tex Mex. Is great too. Yeah, but mm. it, it's all carbs, and uh, it is. Yeah, it's not great for you. I'm on day three of no carbs or very little carbs. And are you doing that to take off some of that weight? You yeah, said you gained or the the problem is. Yesterday was very helpful because it's like, okay, I can run and not feel anything. I can lift weights and, and all that. But if I can't run six miles a day, if I can't do my standard six miles every other day and the gym, like all of a sudden my side starts acting up, let's say it actually is something physical, um, I'm going to have to really focus on the diet or I'm going to have to really focus on weights because the weights don't bother me at all. Nothing happens to me when I do the weights. It's a cardio and walking and hiking. Mm. Um so it's uh it is now I got to focus on the diet, uh. But yeah, I'm I almost wish the GF would die because then I would just pig out and become a fat slob. I would so <laughs> eat Mexican food and Asian food and it, no, I don't wish her to die. But but that would be a pretty good fringe benefit if she did. All the Mexican food Cappy could ever want to eat. <laughs> you know how fun that would be. We get bacon, Nick, and Ahmed. And we all go out and get some Mexican food. Well, if you had gotten bad news about that health scare, hey, you can do whatever you oh, want yeah. at that point. <laughs> well, that's why I was eating for shit. You know, I'd have sushi and McDonald's and uh, sushi's good. It's not bad for you. I got have a bunch of rice, carbs. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. Hey, here's some fun. You go back two years ago, maybe two and a half, maybe even three. And, you know, time flies. Take a look at some of my videos. You'll see a very trim and chiseled looking Cappy compared to now. I don't see a difference now. No, it's because I, mean, I slowly got into it. You you go back and you'll be like, oh my God. Cause I did it. I was like, holy shit, did I gain weight? Sneaks up on you, man. Sneaks up on you. All um, right. Rob. Rob is the always 99 superior so, race. So awesome with these, Rob. That's that's so cool. Uh 1099er here. Going to leave North Carolina in three years and move out west just to get on Cappy's road trip visits. Oh. Uh if he's in North Carolina, where are you, Rob? Are you over in Raleigh? Because I, I do visit Raleigh regularly. 
We'll see if he buddy. responds down there. I um, got to make a flight out there because I got my buddy in Raleigh, and there's some really cool dudes and dudettes in Raleigh. Some really great. There's this guy who races Corvette. He's just a really cool guy. Um, and then uh, Glorious Carl is out in North Carolina. That's right. He moved. Yeah, and I haven't seen him in yet. I should give him a call today. Make sure huh. he's doing well. <clears throat> uh, Nick for dollar ninety nine. When are you doing the Seattle trip? I'm usually in East Washington. I think he goes to college in. Um, oh, does he go to East Spokane Washington. for college? Oh, okay. Or uh, Pullman? That he might go to Washington State, but um, yeah. the school took Nick in. <laughs> he got accepted. What? I mean, oh, good for Nick. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rob says he does live in Raleigh. Okay. Yeah. So good. I'll have to. Yeah. Well, if I come to Raleigh, I'll probably do a meetup. Um. <clears throat> The uh, when is the trip? It will be. We're probably going to fly out mid-November, chill out in Vegas for a bit, drive up. So it'd be late November, and then I'm going to spend you know a day or two with everybody. I really want to spend time with my friends. That's really what it boils down mm-hmm. to, and there's just no other way. Uh, I got to go out to them. So it's going to be Cappy Appleseed traveling around the, the United States. It might even be December. By the time I pull in, like late November, early December, because you got to spend some time with TJ. You know, you got to you got to pick on that kid a little bit, collect leaves. Man, those oh guys God. were I, that was my first time on the Masculine Geek. Yeah, those guys just go after TJ like you wouldn't. Oh, believe. yeah. No, they, everybody goes after <laughs> TJ because they like him. And he's well, he's such a nice guy. You know, he's like he he was like you or me or any other guy back when we were in our 20s. We were innocent, nice and naive. We were good, spirited. And it's it's just like, dude, we got to kick that out of you because the girls are going to butcher you. So, uh, but yeah, Nick, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Cynic and Chief. Again. Wow, this is great. I like when Cynic gives us all this money. Yeah. He hasn't even insulted us once yet. Not yet. I mean, there's still time. Mm-hmm. Um, my, For $5, my brother wants to go into accounting. Can we... Come up and bribe Chad with dinner to discuss real life aspects of being an accountant and CPA. Well, I, you don't have to get me dinner for that. I'll talk about that anytime. Okay, speaking of being a naive, nice guy. All right, what, let's try that again. Okay, you have to take me to here in Chicago. I want to go to Morton's uh, Steakhouse. Uh, all right, now you're overplaying your hand. Want the sixty dollars steak? Um, all right, throw me a few shekels and we'll do that. Okay, that that the uh, nice uh, middle ground there. You you say yeah, and then you go to a you go to a moderate restaurant. You don't you don't ass rape them. <laughs> I know, I know. What we'll, about, go, we'll go to Golden Nugget. Clary loves wh- that place. Why? Why does? Okay, I think his brother. I know where they live, so I think they. Yeah, okay, <clears throat> they would drive to Chicago. I don't know why can't he just we do this online? Okay, maybe he just sure. wants to meet a real life CPA. Oh, if he wants, if they're cl- like I don't know where they live, but it sounds like it's not too far from Chicago. It's not too so. far. It, yeah, they could they could drive in and visit. Yeah, you. come on in. I I really would like to talk about that. I like talking to prospective accounting majors about the realities of what you need to do to to one be successful and two get out of the you know, employment thing. You got to, you have to be self-employed if you're going to be an accountant. Otherwise it, it really sucks. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Dre, two bucks. Will you do a show with them in the future? With who? With who? Were we talking about somebody else? Uh, the Seattle guys, maybe. Um, maybe. Well, we'll see if he uh, says something in the chat. So what's next? Nonstop Dre. Jeez, how does he work if he's donating all the time? 
things. Um, the great one podcast was very insightful. Yeah, if you guys are saying it's worth checking out, I'm going to check it out after this. Is how long is it? Do you remember? It's an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, it it's worth it. I mean, you're not going to like. Where's the knife? No, I need a forty-five. Oh, no. slash. No, that's what girls do. Yeah, they're for the men attention. get the job done. We get the job. <laughs> we know done. how we to do cries for help. Thank ain't you. No uh, attention seeking. We here. don't waste the taxpayers' resources on ambulance calls and police and fire departments. We just get the shit done, and we go straight to the corner. I think <laughs> he's dead. I think it's a gunshot wound. Mm-hmm. Smith and Wesson on that one. Um, okay, Ahmed again for four dollars ninety nine. Aaron and Chad, if you could redo your life, what would you do? Invest early, major in CS like me, date more, etc. Chad, you're so vanilla. <laughs> ah, there's things I could tell you guys. Yeah, he, um, he he got the third base one time after dating a girl a month and a half. You look out for this this wild dog over here. Tell you. Um, uh, you want to uh, answer this one? Yeah, I'll answer it for me, but he wants your opinion too. Uh, I would have joined the military. At 17, I would, and matter of fact, what I would have done is I would have, starting very early, tried to get the fuck out of high school and middle school as quickly as possible. I would either try to graduate early, take extra classes, start taking classes while I was in middle school or or high school. I would try to avoid high school altogether. I would try to get my GED, anything to get the fuck out of K through 12 school as quickly as fucking possible. Then, and I'd have to do research, make sure the G, that the military would take someone with the GED. Then I would have applied for the military immediately. Gotten in, I would have done my 20 years, come out, had the GI Bill pay me to do some kind of engineering, probably nuclear engineering, because I found that very interesting. And then I would have been in this position, assuming I didn't get killed in any of the wars that I probably would have been dispatched to. Uh, I would have, and I would stay in the reserves for the camaraderie. And then I would have been way ahead of the game, way the fuck ahead of the game. And, um, and I would have definitely chased girls a lot less. I would have. So that was going to be one of my answers. Yeah, I would have totally, I would have, had it been available, I would have binged on the red pill. God, boys are so lucky to have it today. So sad. For real. Yeah. Cause it wasn't, wasn't around. Yeah. wasn't around. We had divorced baby boomer women from the 70s and 80s telling us that women were great and we should be a nice gentleman, blah, 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 sensitive 90s crap. Yeah. I would have I red-pilled the fuck up. And I would have worked out a lot earlier. Um, I wouldn't just have done cardio. And um, I would have ridden motorcycles a lot earlier. And that's, that's basically, and if, I would have been four or five times ahead of where I am today with a lot less stress, a lot less stress. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll start with the one that you said, um, and then I have a one or two more. I would not have spent all this energy, time, effort, and even money on going after women when I was in my twenties and like early thirties. Cause I look back on that and, you know, even when you, you know, succeeded and, and got what you wanted, like it, it's totally empty and it's not, worth it. it's not worth it. Like I could have been so much more productive or enjoyed more things. You know what? Go ahead. I was going to ask you. What percentage of the dates did you even have fun on versus like it felt like a goddamn job interview and you're pulling oh, teeth? And you're the only I'm glad one you asked that. No, you know what I was about to say? I heard, some, I heard this the other day or I read it maybe. Um, for us, for us guys, no matter what activity we're doing for a date, 
it's never really that fun. Like it's something that we're, we have to do to get laid or to meet a woman or whatever. Whereas for the vast majority of women, they love that shit. Like to them, it's like an ego boost and, and you're, they're being catered to. Right. They, it's, it's they're getting to do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's work. And I, I shouldn't have done that much in my twenties, frankly. Yeah. I mean, I had some relationships, but when I wasn't in them, I was like, all right, what are we doing at happy hour today? You know, I'll invite this, that I, man, what a waste. So then what else would you have done? Professionally, I really wish, I, I love where I am right now. You guys have heard all about it. I wish I had gotten the ball rolling on that way sooner. You know, I wish I'd gotten, instead of going to grad school at 30 and, and finishing up the requirements for CPA, I should have done that at about 24 or 25. Right. And I really regret that because I would have been in such a better place you know, in my mid to late thirties. Cause it took me till now to, to really get where I want to be. And, um, Hey, most people never make it. Most yes, people die. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's really it. I guess in a nutshell, I wish I had uh, been more efficient and uh, guarded with my time instead of just giving it away to things. I also <laughs> think something that you'll, you, if you thought about, it, you probably admit that this was something you would have done differently. You would have proposed the schmoopsy muffins. No, 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 no. I swear I never would have done that. You know, there were a lot of I things. Know. Never would have done that. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> it's funny because I'm not the one who got in pain. It was Chad that suffered the pain. El- that so- Elkham guy is Rich Cooper. Elkham. Say. <laughs> you know who you know who really loved watching that entire debacle happen, that entire drama, and watching you suffer and wreathe in pain? You? Was er- Eric Corey. Eric Corey found that funny as <laughs> shit. Do they know that story? I think. No, tell, um, tell them the story. Tell them the story because that's a good one. So when I moved in with, uh, well, wait, hold on. Before I get this, remember how you there was an email exchange between you two? Can I bring that up or should? Well, I how not? about this? Why don't you you give the background? I'll go pee because it it won't take you'll take longer than it will take me to pee. But yes, give everyone the background because it is a good and it will it'll lend credibility that I actually am an asshole and I will tell people to shut the fuck up. So, okay, because this, right, be this was insane. All right. Um, so what happened was, this was like two, about two and a half years ago, I was making plans to move in with, with the girl we're talking about, like we were going to live together. <laughs> so she and Clary did not get along, like they were mortal enemies. There was just, there were emails exchanged and they just absolutely despised one another. So my ex, like she knew that, that Clary's a good friend of mine and we... um you know, we podcast sometimes, yada, yada, yada. So I had no idea she was going to do this. Um, she wrote an email to Clary without my knowledge right before I was going to move in with her. And she basically said, Hey, I know we don't get along, but you know, I, I care about Chad. I know you care about Chad. We're going to move in together. What do you say? We just let bygones be bygones and, you know, we'll stop hating each other basically. So how do you think uh, Clary responded to that? Hey, listen, I'm just at the part. Uh, so I'm glad you're back. Okay, cool. I, like I'm, I'm right at the part where I explained the background of how you know I was going to move in with her, and then she wrote you an email. So we're at the part where she wrote you. An oh, email. that email, yes. The that I I accept the fact you're flawed and you're wrong. Yeah, and you're a jerk, and I'm willing to forgive you for not being as smart and wonderful as me. Yes, that that email. Yes. So, do you want to tell how you responded, or do you? Want I me can't remember. Well, I remember how I responded, but I can't. It was one of the sanctimonious, like, 
it, it was really this here's an olive branch, but not really. It was like, yeah, but it was like acid laced olive branch. And I basically <laughs> ripped into her telling her that she was old. She's worthless. She has student loan debt. She's never worked a job in her life. And she like a master's in English or so she has a master's in something. And she works as a fucking, yeah, works as a fucking barista. And I mean, it was hilarious. And I just said, you're a daddy's girl and this and that. I mean, it was all guns blade, like USS Cap. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you were like, you know, Chad deserves so much better. Like it was just. Yeah. I mean, old Cappy moved the USS Cappy broadside and just aimed all the guns and just all opened up fire in one shot. And then, so, uh, and I basically said, I will reach out to my entire audience and find him a younger, hotter girl who right, isn't a mark just like you. And and the, trust you me, he will find a hotter, younger girl because I mean, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was just a brutal. And then Chad got a phone call. Oh, this was before, <laughs> so I didn't know it was happening. This happened at night. Right. <laughs> I get this FaceTime or whatever. She is just like sobbing and just so freaking. Wait, she was crying? Mad. Yes, and this is before oh, I... Oh, no, I didn't know that. That makes well, it even better. I hadn't checked my email because you forwarded it to me. You're like, hey, oh, I remember what you said. You wrote, hey, I just made your life easier when you sent me that <laughs> that email. Oh, and, and so she was just bawling. And I'm like, wait, 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 what happened? What happened? You need to send me the... <laughs> She's like, I'll forward it to you. And then I open my email and I'm like, no, you don't need to forward it to me. I'm reading it right now. <laughs> So, you know, it got into a situation. I only kind of made concessions on this because it was about a week before I was moving in with her. Like I didn't have a lease. You know, the movers were coming in like a, a few days. So this had to happen. So I basically she was like, I never want to see or hear from him again. He's so such a fucking asshole, you know, going off on you. But I'm true. It's um, it's, it's, it's so true. <laughs> when we're done or maybe even during this, I'm going to go back and look at that email. I still have it. And I want to great. Yeah. Save that. Bring me, I might put it up in my office one day. <clears throat> so the reason we're telling you this is um, I knew I was still going to be talking to you and I even have a quick story after I get through this one. All right. I changed Clary's name in my phone. Instead of it being Aaron Clary, I changed it to Eric Corey. He's a good guy. So we'd be out and she, she, she'd see texts or whatever from Eric Corey. She's like, who's that? I'm like, Oh, just one of my grad school friends. She's like, Oh, okay. Good old Eric Corey. He, he was good. He partied a lot in college in his MBA program. So for the better part of a year, or is it more like six, eight months? That's who Clary was. He was Eric Corey in my phone. (laughs) So we would joke about that. I remember you calling me up. I was in Seattle in Leavenworth where, uh, where uh, TJ is. Yeah. And you're like, she she told me I can't hang out with you. And this is before this. She's like, she told me I can't hang out with you anymore. And then I'm like, what fucking bitch is going to tell a guy who he can and can't hang out with? And then you you did break up with her because you had some balls, but then you took her back. I know. And you took her back. and then, But that was the formation of, of, of Elkins from, you know, Elkin Wilkins to the cold-hearted bastard that he is today. Yeah. And um, so there was that. I guess we got talking about this because of we were talking about regrets and all that. Um, you know, I don't want to be too harsh. Like that's not really a huge regret, but just wasting time on women throughout my twenties and thirties. That would, uh, that was a regret. Yeah. Oh, my quick story. Your quick so story. You, yeah. while, while I was living with her, 
in no so in November. This was the last time you visited Chicago. Remember you and the GF? I showed you my office. We all that's right. Together. You had to you had to sneak out. You could you had to sneak out. It was more than sneaking out. Like I basically had to act like you know. Oh, I got to run. There's a client who's got a real emergency because she knows I have no work in November because I don't. Right. There's like no reason for me to go to the office. And yeah, that whole time I was just meeting with you and the GF and we went to that bar across the street. Yeah, we almost got office. in a fight. Oh, yeah. Not you and me getting a fight. Yeah, we almost yeah. fought some bar patrons because I think their women were talking to us too much or something. Right. One of them thought that I was you, you had stepped out and this asshole drunk Irish dude tried to pick a fight. I and wasn't then, even, I wasn't even drinking. I don't think that wasn't I sober cabbing. I think you were sober. Yeah. I wasn't even. And so, yeah. So this bitch comes up or the, the, the guy, you know, he comes mm-hmm. up to me and he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, what? And some of our friends we were there with heard this. And one of them's really big, big, two of them are really big. The, two of the, yeah. And say both, they come up and I was actually getting nervous because I didn't know if you guys knew what was going on. And then those guys come back behind me and they're like, what did you say? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, good times. Good times. I don't know how we got on that uh, tangent. Oh, just fun um, times in Chicago where you're always, you're always getting a crap kicked out of you one way or another, either mentally or spiritually. I'm getting you in trouble. That's basically it where I get you in trouble. Yeah, man. I just, I think it's funny that you said I made your life easier when you forwarded me. I know, but, but anyway, I, I did. I did in the long run. I did. Eventually, it worked out oh. that way. Yeah. So where are we at now? Um, uh, for two oh, bucks, all yeah. pro lemons and Chad. Do you think TurboTax remote CPA jobs are good? No, fuck no. I did this for uh, tax season 2016. So this was in January 2016. We were working on 2015 returns. I actually did that for a couple of months because my practice wasn't big enough where I had enough clients for me to, you know, get by just doing client work. Well, just, just so we all know, what is this? Like you, you work for TurboTax and so, answer people's questions? Yeah. So what it is, is um, you work for TurboTax. It's not a contract gig. It's a W-2 gig, which I actually liked. I did not want to get 1099. And you sit there and just, it's it's like being in a call center. You take, you know, one of those damn headsets with a microphone and you work from home, which is all right, um, but you're just having to deal with these fucking nitwits who have absolutely no knowledge or no patience. And, and TurboTax is a real shitty program. It's just horrible. Um, so I, the reason I don't recommend it is because it's not glamorous at all. You're dealing with the public who are just brutally bad and ignorant and stupid. I mean, you already have some clients about your current clientele, <clears throat> a certain percentage of the portfolio. I can only imagine what it's like for rank and file you know, streetwalkers. Oh my God. You combine like stupid people with a poorly done program and it just has the potential to make you, you hate your life. So I did this for a couple months, you know, I gave it a good shot and um, it doesn't even pay you that well. I don't know if I want to say how much it pays per no, hour. No, that's all right. you, you, you're yeah. against it. You're against it. Don't do it. Okay. Never okay. only do this. If you're really struggling as a CPA and you just need some cash, otherwise stay away from it. Um, so yeah, cool. All right, good to know. Uh, oh, it's your buddy, dude. This my is buddy, your, your no, favorite. He's, he's my buddy, but he's your lover. He's he your Canadian a, lover. He has a thing for you. Um, for five dollars, how do we use our tough male masculinity to make a girl drop her Marxist feminist views? Example: Lacey Green. 
human biology can override politics. Um, I, I, when, you when need I, to be a real good-looking guy to pull that off. And also, when there's a because I made so many mistakes before with this, if there's a girl I meet who's got this extreme Marxist, you know, leftist ideology and, and disposition, I'm not even I'm not even going to try. It's not worth it. Yeah, they you got you got to be a uh, Ray John. You got to be a really good-looking guy uh, to pull it off. Uh, where, and I, I think I even did, yeah, there was a, <clears throat> a request we had, Asshole Consulting. Someone want to know if uh, Ocasio-Cortel could be Lacey Greened. And, uh, no. Well, if the right guy with the right dick came along, have you seen Ocasio-Cortez's boyfriend? I have. He's this, like, pasty white dude. It's, 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 it's perfectly predictable. It, you know, that guy's not... But if some, you know, if one of our buddies that we happen to know that works a particular profession is really good looking, if the right guy came along, yeah, possibly. But it there's two items. One, it's getting to the point, risk-wise, if you have a Marxist feminist or just a leftist girl today, um, you can get me too no matter what. Especially if you pump and dump her, also now you're the rapist. Right. So you, you, uh, there's that risk. Uh, and you can read uh, Randy Bentwick's book. Uh, right. The Pence Principle. Pence Principle, yeah. Good book. <clears throat> no, that's reconnaissance, man. Whatever. It's there. Get it, He really, it's a really so, a sobering read when you realize what's going on. I mean, and the risks that you're faking. So there's that aspect that you have this feminist Marxist leftist girl. She's all pumped up on all the bullshit she was fed in college and the media and, and K through 12. All of a sudden she actually lets her guard down and really likes a guy biophysiologically. Um, and if it doesn't work out, she is going to be hurt. No hell hath no fury, like a woman scorned, especially so the leftist one. and so she's going to go for the fake rape accusation. She's going to go at me. That, that's right there. There's her nuclear option. See so, why you hooked me up with Vince when I was in my situation. I told you to, and I'm glad I did because she went almost that way. And if you didn't have your fucking phone out. Yeah. And that's, mm. she wasn't some 23 year old kid. She was 30 something. I mean, it, guys, this shit happens. I remember a long time ago listening to Tom Likas. I'm like, oh, women don't sperm jack guys or do that. The fuck they don't. The fuck they don't. And so uh, there's there's a risk in that. I mean, so yes, it's possible. But um, And then the other thing I pointed out is I wonder if even a good-looking guy can override a woman's addiction to politics today. I mean, what else do gals have? All they got is vagina, I, vagina, vagina, and feminism, and women's, and da, 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 and socialism. We're going to have a basic guarantee. It's their goddamn religion. They're they're almost cultists to a certain point. So if you're a really good looking guy, you come walking in. Yeah, maybe they got the VTs, but I think their their uh, addiction to politics, like Ocasio Cortez, especially now that she's getting all the attention in the world, she's not going to treat. She's going to get a higher fix from all that attention than she would any guy with the world's greatest golden dick. See, I look at trying to convert or get leftist women to back off on that stuff a little bit like dating a fat chick. Like maybe you can get her to work out and maybe she'll look good eventually, but I, I don't think it's necessarily worth the effort. So, Yeah, me and uh, Rich had a – I was on his show, um, Rule Zero, uh, and we were talking about – training versus boundaries and like, can you train a woman? And he, he, he's not necessarily against it, but he, he says, yeah, you'd rather set boundaries and I don't have time to train women. 
Um, and yeah, it is. I've always said it's easier to make a fat woman thin than a pretty girl nice. But how how easy it to make a, a leftist feminist chick, you know, a traditional man loving housewife? I, I, that's a that's a hard pull, man. Absolutely. Not in Chicago. Don't exist in yeah. Chicago. No, it's it's which again gets back to the great ones podcast. You really got to let I mean, you guys. I don't want to be defeatist. I don't want to have the scarcity mentality, but just looking at the numbers and the data and the cost and the consequence, not only legal of, of fake rape accusations and wasting time, but the opportunity cost of you, you could have gotten a doctorate. you could have worked another job. You could have paid off your house. You could have joined the military. You could have, could have, could have all this other stuff that actually will have tangible, positive results in your life. Instead of you sitting at a nightclub, uh, you know, trying to yell over me if, if anyone does that anymore. Yeah. So, so it, it, it really is. It's more than like you're wasting your time asking a girl out. It's what did you, what could that have time been invested in? Otherwise that's the real risk that we're talking about here. But no, yeah. I, 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 I've seen it happen where a guy, now he, he was a 10, he's a true alpha male and he got a party girl to go off all her drugs. And he basically says, I'm not, why would I commit to you? You're a party girl. You slept around. Uh, you're on all these drugs. You know, you're not wife material. And she th- she became nice little housewife. It's possible. But you got to really be good looking. Yeah, I mean, this guy's a 10. He's just, a, he's, he's the best looking guy I know. Is this anybody I know? or He's better looking than our buddy who lives north of you. Uh, yeah. Your buddy okay. who is yeah. like the... the profession that all the girls love yes and yes, he's really yes. good looking and very charming very dapper yes. very cool guy my other buddy is is like i'd say at least a full point above that guy wow yeah yeah but that's what it takes um all righty nick again uh, and i got some that here mm-hmm. what is the one advantage to being ugly or economically unattractive he meant to include um, oh economically economically unattractive. unattractive you read that article yeah yeah. Um, <clears throat> one event. Well, there's a couple. One, you're not going. If if you know you're if you're ugly and you know it, clap your hands. If you're <laughs> ugly and you know it, clap your hands. Uh, if you acknowledge it, you're not even going to bother wasting your time. So I do appreciate and understand where you have guys who become basement dwellers and become MGTOWs, where it's like I'm not going to throw in the time at the gym. I'm not going to bother with women. I'm just going to play video games and play Dungeons and Dragons and do my geek thing. And well, you, you can kind of see that. Didn't you write that article one time on your blog about how you were saying that it's the guys that are kind of in the middle, you know, from like 20 to 80 percent who have it like we have it the hardest because, you know, we don't we still think the more effort we put in will get us a hot chick. Whereas the bottom 20 percent guys, they never have to worry about it. They yeah. Just, oh, there's um, and, and there was a piece of me like when I was in, in high school, in middle school, because I was so scrawny and, and ugly, uh, I didn't really bother. You know, it wasn't until I was a junior and a senior that I really put some effort in because I started looking okay. Uh, but it was great. I just played video games with my buddies. We didn't worry about prom or the dances or anything like that. Uh, I asked out girls, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, you know, oh, Friday night, we're going to go over to Matt's place. We're going to go play, you know, Nintendo. You know, that. So there's this ease where, you know, imagine you're not worried about girls anymore. That's a huge burden, especially for younger men. Yeah. Big, big weight off your mind. Um, And the other thing about being economically unattractive uh, has nothing, you know, you're not going to get gold diggers or anything like that. But also you, 
you got not, you got nothing to lose. You can, you, you don't have to have a fancy car. Uh, no one's going to sue you cause you got nothing to, you know, got nothing to lose. Um, you could probably qualify for some government aid or some discounts. It there, if you are a minimalist and you are a true classical MGTOW, or I like to say ghost, you can get by an impulse power. You need very little in life and you have a very free life. So there is an advantage, a definite advantage. Uh, you ruin it though, where you still pine for women and you take that out in the form of hating women which happens a lot of times in these MGTOW forums uh, yeah, where, where you obsess about them all the time. So if you can go monk, go ghost and go enjoy your life. <clears throat> absolutely. And you're ugly or you're fat. Oh, you can eat whatever you want. Oh, there's a ton of benefit. You could even, right. you know, like I said, if the GF ever goes away, I'm, I'm going to eat Mexican food and I'm going to, I'll still hike and everything, but I'm not going to, I'm not hitting the gym. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to eat whatever I want. You know, one good thing I like about tax season when you know it's super busy is that, you know, I still work out, I still eat right and everything, but it's kind of a relief because I just, I simply do not even try to date if I'm single during those months. It never even enters the equation. And so despite all the work stress, it's actually not so bad because I'm not wasting my time with other shit. Yeah. There's, there's this, unless it is explicitly fun, it's work. It is work. You know, when you work out, oh, I wish I could go work out at the gym and run. It's like, no, you fight. Like the, me running, it's a chore. Hiking, I enjoy hiking in the mountains. I can do that. That's fun. Yeah. Running, that's a chore. The way oh, I wish I could go to the gym as much as you. No, you don't. It's no different except instead of mental pain, looking at a screen at a white office job, I'm in physical pain, list, lifting weights. Uh, I think, Jesus Christ, this is boring. And then the same thing with chasing women. Like, did you ever, you went to the nightclubs. You're old enough to have gone to nightclubs, right? I always hated them, man. Right. You hated them. You know what? Like, did did anybody listening right now yet, did you really like going out, partying to the nightclubs and paying for parking and lining up so you could talk to yell at Tina? Fuck no, it's a pain. It's all chore. So unless it's like, I'm going to play video games, that's fun. When I say I'm gonna go write a book, everyone's like, "Oh, that must be fun being an author." No, it fucking sucks. Not, I hate, I hate fucking sitting there thinking, "Us, oh, yeah. this word better? Is that way? How did it? How did it flow?" Oh, it's worse when you're writing a textbook. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, God, I can only imagine. So, uh, where are we at? I'm on nonstop Dre. We gotta scroll down a bit. Oh, okay. Nonstop Dre 360 for two bucks. <laughs> I meant show with the CS guys. Yeah, remember we were talking about that. Oh earlier. yeah, yeah. We're gonna have um, yeah Nick and um. What's the guy's uh, name? Masculine geek again? I keep forgetting. Vince. Vince. No, oh, no, there's Tim. Tim. We have Tim. Vince is also IT guy. Yeah. Um, so Ray John with a whopping two dollars Canadian. <laughs> I have an average IQ. How to live with that? Enjoy it. Enjoy that everybody like you can associate with other people and they don't drive you nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's really that's what I'd be happy. Be happy you're excited that a new movie came out. And it could be complete shit, but if you're an average IQ, you can't tell the difference. Just, just be happy about that, you know? Root for sports ball teams. Um, okay. Uh-oh. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh Speaking oh, of no, low no, IQs. No, no, no. Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, there's nothing like the thrill of the kill. Now, does he mean uh, caving, hunting, women, girls, women, college, college? <laughs> no, he's he's chasing after women. He's chasing. Yeah. After women. Hey, did you get your get uh, your check from the Mexican government? 
Mexican government. Yeah, didn't you get your friends of Athens because he can't make no friends, so we get paid to be his friend or act like we're his friend? You didn't get your Mexican government check? I got my Mexican government check. I mean, not yet. You're not on the pro. Get on that program. Usually, you get it at the end of the end of the year. You could be paid to hang out with Atham soon. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh oh, is that we're caught up? Cool. Are we? Yeah, looks like it. Uh, Did you? Did you want to talk about anything? I got some sponsors and whatnot, and there's some articles and there's a video game I want to talk about. Video game. Yeah. Um, well, cool. I got to, I need to answer just a couple emails. So you go ahead. All right. Um, I'll go through the sponsors here. Uh, not that we do a lot of sponsors, but we have a new one. Uh, the MGTOW's guide to retiring on $200,000 on Southeast in Southeast Asia. You can go to MGTOWbooks.com to find that uh, book there. And if you use the promo code Aaron, you get 10% off. I want to look this up because this guy has been advertising other places. And I'm wondering if it's on Amazon as well. <clears throat> and I guess it's just MGTOW books. That's all it is, MGTOW books. $49. Holy shit. Okay, there it is. Uh, this book provides all the necessary information that a MGTOW man needs to achieve financial independence and retire on 200000 in Southeast Asia. The critical topics covered in detail are high-yield accounts that turn your savings into guaranteed passive monthly income. That covers all your expenses and grows with inflation, the detailed budget breakdown, and the visa process to allow for permanent savings. This is very instructional. I know you guys all make fun of the MGTOWs and, oh, you're going to go to Southeast Asia, but this is the detailed shit. Uh, the book goes beyond these critical topics and discusses various matters of interest for one considering the move, including lifestyle, language, people, housing, food, medical and dental treatment, phone and internet service, vice, entertainment, women, and the prospect prospect of a trial visit visit and of acquiring property and citizenship without marriage. Holy cow. Uh, it's written by Luca Venditti. And uh, <clears throat> Luca, if that if that is, that's a very thorough, very practical uh, book. Uh, that would definitely be worth $49. You, you talk to these expat consultants, and they'll charge you an arm and a leg. Uh, I know I've worked with some of them before. And I'm like, how much do you want to charge? I'm like, I can't sell that to my clients. No one's going to pay that. So for $49, yeah, this is uh, not bad. Uh, so you go to MGTOW Books. Just look that out. MGTOW's Guide to Retiring on 200000 in Southeast Asia. Written by Luca Venditti. That's what we have that there. <clears throat> uh, Sandman has a browser. Where did that go? Let me open that up. I'm going to put this. Sandman wants you to use his Brave browser uh, because he gets uh, a little bit of money off of it, and it is a way to remove yourself uh, from big tech. Uh, He is trying, and I agree with him, uh, trying to get out from underneath uh, the big tech monopoly, and using the Brave browser is one way to do that. I've put that in the chat room, so you guys should be able to find that there. Um, If you download it, he gets a little bit of a commission and cut. Um, and the way this has intrinsic value is for if you are willing to watch ads on the, like you turn the ad blocker off and you take ads, you make a little bit of cryptocurrency backed up by the Brave browser. <clears throat> Will it have value? I don't know. Uh, but Sandman's doing Then also check out Sandman's channel on YouTube. That's another uh, MGTOW channel for those of you who are legit MGTOW, old school. Hey, Darkman Jeff's in the... All right. 
good uh, CPA buddy or CPA pursuing buddy. The Science of Mastering Women the Men's by Linda Gross. She is the host of the Men's Advocates Show. You could find that on Amazon.com. The Science of Mastering Women has actually a lot of good reviews. A very well-rated book. Uh, you can also get uh, The School of Errors written by Dr. David Perodin. Check out his site by going to safetyphd.com and his book, The School of Errors which teaches you about school safety from a statistical and math and reality standpoint, not the touchy-feely teachers kind of standpoint. Do you guys need help? And it's a little bit more involved than shooting me a question here over on uh, on the uh, Super Chats. Go to assholeconsulting.com. And for God's sakes, guys, drop the 30 40 50 even $100. Even if it's $200, hell, how many of you would have paid $200 now to go back in time to prevent yourself from majoring in what you did back then? Uh, so uh, learn from the old wise mistakes of Cappy and the one or two things he might have done right. Go to assholeconsulting.com, <clears throat> where I, America's older brother and the world's only professional asshole, will give you the swift kick in the ass that you deserve as long as you have money. Uh, we already talked about the Pence Principle. Boys, go get that. Uh, An academic composition, go to academiccomposition.com. If you are a college student, you don't want to write your papers. They'll write it for you. <laughs> and if it's good enough for corporations to outsource bullshit, it's good enough for you. Go to academiccomposition.com. Where my buddy Alex and his crack team of writing staff will write the papers for you. And he is also always looking to hire writers and marketers. Not exciting jobs, but jobs that pay and are remote. I think he's down in Mexico. I think he he's an interesting cat from Russia, moved down to Mexico, started this company. Very interesting. You'd like to advertise on the show. It's a hundred dollars a month. I put an ad up on the website. I plug your wares. I whore out for you like the whore that I am. And as long as it's not a spectacularly stupid product, I don't care. I will promote it. Uh, And then we got my books. Uh, these are all, all of benefit. I stand by my thousand percent rate of return guarantee, <clears throat> which means if you buy it and you do what's in this books, so you put into practice what's in these books, you will earn back either through savings or more, more money, 10 times what you paid for the book, which isn't that much of a big deal because it's like, you know, a $12 book. We're talking 120 bucks. But for example, reconnaissance, man, guys, get that book. A couple questions have been coming in. Like, where do I live? Where should I go? Uh, one guy wanted to move to New Hampshire. Standard East Coast dude. Never left the city, doesn't know what the Mississippi looks like. And uh, it's like, dude, I know New Hampshire has no taxes, but maybe try, you know, Wyoming, Texas, Nevada, uh, Washington State. <clears throat> so uh, get that book, Reconnaissance, man. The black man's got out of poverty. That'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a 1500% rate of return on that. That'll definitely help you get out of poverty if you happen to be a black man and you want to get out. Batch of Pet Economics, that is a must-read. All of you should get it. Go buy it now. Ah, ah, ah. Worthless, the young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. Enjoy the decline, accepting and living with the death of the United States. After you're done listening to the great one uh, and his incredibly depressing podcast, go get the book, Enjoy the Decline. A Curse of the High IQ, that is a must-read for everybody listening. Go get that book so you understand why you don't have any friends. True. Why do you have any friends? Am I mean? Am I rude? No, he's too damn smart. I can't go like uh 
uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff was talking. He went to the nightclub. It's like, oh my god, all they were doing was playing. How much you want to bet Jeff has a high IQ and he can't stand loud nightclubs? Well, you'll go. You'll go throw yourself at the nightclubs. You'll go put yourself in environments where you just really, your brain really, really, really doesn't want to be. Like school. Why am I falling asleep? I must be stupid. Oh, your teacher's a fucking moron because they all are. Poor Richard's retirement. <clears throat> if you haven't started saving for retirement, that's all right. I'm not going to yell at you. Um, it's like the dentist. I'm, I'm the nice dentist. I say you really ought to floss. Nobody does it, but I recommend that you should. But I'm not going to yell at you. I'm going to be nice about it. Same thing with retirement. Did you start saving for retirement? No, you haven't. That's all right. Get poor riches retirement and you learn how to retire on the cheap. Um, <clears throat> and the numbers I come up with are not too unlike um, the, uh, the, the um, Luca's book, Mankatow's Guide to Retiring on 200000 I come up with 250 and that's U.S. Uh, but it, it depends on numbers and things and stuff. But get that, poor riches retirement. If you've already bought those books, please review them online. Uh, it always helps out. Give them a star review rating and uh, say a little something or other. That always helps out. And then finally, if you've read all the books you want to read uh, and you're like, oh, I'd like to read more from Kebby, but he has no books. I guarantee you I have more books out there and they're just as good. And that's my best of books. So if you want to read more Cappy stuff, you can. It's just the best of my blog books that I put a compendium of all my best blog posts in three books. Captain Capitalism Top Shelf, <clears throat> Captain Capitalism Reserved, and Love Letters to the Left. Um, those are some really good writing. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't buy them for some reason. I don't know why. I guess it's not a specific single title. It's just my ramblings. If you have Actually, if you've kept up with me on my blog and you've read all my posts, you don't have to get those books. But if you want to read more Cappy, you certainly can. And then uh, <clears throat> our buddy overseas in Europe, Adam Piggott. Go to his website, pushingrubberdownhill.com, where he has a podcast that you can listen to. I should listen to that. I should probably go for a walk today and go listen to a podcast. Um, and he has another book called Run Guts, Pull Cones. You can find those two books at his website, Pushing Rubber Downhill, where he doesn't only have books, but he's got a blog. That's his blog. He writes some good pieces. And he also has, um, has his podcast that I'm probably going to tune into today. But Pushing Rubber Downhill is an absolute must, I would Get that book and listen to it. And that's it. That's all I had for the sponsors. I'm back. I just had to write a bunch of emails. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Cool. I didn't know if you had been taken out or what. Nope. Uh, uh, where are we? A couple more quick ones if you want to go do on. some quick uh, ones. Yeah. Then I got, yeah. I got some other stuff. Okay. I do want to talk about that's going to be of benefit to the listeners, not just bullshit and hanky panky. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, uh, nonstop Dre for five bucks. Oh, dude, he's all over. Hey, okay, all right, jeez, jeez. We, we ought to buy him dinner. God um, almighty, he's gonna get me banned. I just, I just, we can't. Don't look. Email me the racial jokes. I can't tell him here. I yeah, can't we can't, tell we can't say that out loud, can we? No, no matter how funny okay. they are, and some people did send me some great ones. Can't use a one of them. Can't. Yeah, we. I can't. Say, I made a mistake and said something bad the last. Um, or I read something out I know, loud. I'm I know. Gonna... I know. We can't. All right. No. No one will see it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ray John, two bucks Canadian. I have twelve k saved up. Is that good? No, it's pay, bad. Pay pay six thousand, and we'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
For another $5,998, we'll let you know, Ray John. All right. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, we would need to know your age and what your future plans are to tell you if that's good or bad. But it's always good to have some savings. So. Let's, let's put it this way. If he has no debt, he's doing better than the average 20-something. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The average 20-something. I'm doing the research for uh, how not to become a millennial. <laughs> and it's it's funny, but it's expected. Uh, they they show the millennials by the year they graduate from college and the ones who have graduated most recently, like the average person has a net worth of like minus 35,000 because of their student loans. And then it slowly makes it to positive territory if you're an older millennial, which I think is born 83 or something. So they have they have a positive net worth of like 35,000 or something like that. Mm. But I love how you're coming out of college and you have a net a negative net worth right off the bat. This is. It's funny because it's not a, okay, okay. Okay. Oh, Dre, okay. we can't. Jeez, Dre, Dre we can't. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before. I'd heard the first one before, but I've not heard this one. And 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 just could just for the uh, the Google YouTube Nazi auditor censor type of people, uh, Dre is black. He is black. You can listen to the previous episode. We we're talking about how uh, all men of not all men, but many men of all the racial stripes would enjoy a good uh, racial joke now and then, and our fifis would not be hurt. Can they give you a strike for what people say in the chat? I don't think so. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, but it, if I put it up, you, you, you know, somebody's going to re, they're going to re and like, oh, I got it. We could be saying that's a bad joke. Don't do it. Da, da, da. Everybody's equal. Nope. There was a joke up. You know, it's like, it's like principles mm-hmm. where the kid chews a piece of toast into the shape of a gun. Oh, I and heard princi- about that. And the principal bans the kid or expels them. It's like, well, then why do we need pop principals? Tart. Yeah, it was a well, pop tart. Yeah, pop tart. It's like, well, why do we need a pri- why do we need a human principal? We just need a robot. We just need a book. And then because if see. the rules are there's see the whole point of a judge or a principal is there be a human element to weigh the context and the environment and the situation, <clears throat> and therefore give a fair judgment or punishment or reward depending on the circumstances, because everything's not black and white. But, you know, a lot of times with algorithm, with teachers, it's like, well, we have a no tolerance policy. Well, then why we don't need you. We should just have the the principal bot 2000. And uh, it, it does all the judgment and the decisions based on data you input into it. And you could save yourself 120,000, 160,000 with benefits if we just got rid of all the principals in the world. Nice. Sorry, my mom's texting me. She's like, are you available to do something? I'm going to say no, because I am currently streaming. Tell her to tune in. I am. We'll have her on the show. Chad's a wonderful boy. Even though your mom doesn't talk like uh, like a New York <laughs> Jewish gal. Uh, you go go ahead and go do the next one. I just have to write there is back. No, oh, here's no there's eyes. There's a, whatever that means in Chinese. Or Why do liberals make more? I don't know. I don't know if they do. Is I think maybe on average, maybe they'd like a, a, a mean average, but not a median, like the mean average, because all your, your visionaries tend to be leftists. Uh, and they come up with great ideas, you know, Steve jobs, Michael or not Michael, uh, Zuckerberg, yep. all those guys, you know, well, here's a question. Yeah. Here's a question. Uh, this is sort of the chicken egg thing. Do they, were they already leftists when they got into that position yeah. and, you know, or did they become leftists after? No, no. The older you get, you become more conservative. 
every great once in a while you'll see the opposite. You know, like every great once in a while you'd see an American defect to the USSR or North Korea. The vast majority of defections went from the USSR to the United States. It's the same thing. As you get older and you get your head out of your ass and you experience more and more of the real world that isn't obfuscated by college and bullshit and school and la-la land, you're like, holy shit. And especially if you get kids, then you, you're like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I think they were liberals beforehand um, mm-hmm. and they got all this money and they have idealism and they're successful. Yeah. They think, well, I don't need this. It's, it's technically the right. They don't, you know, Warren Buffett doesn't need 50 billion, but I don't know if he noticed the Soviet Union. And I don't know if, I don't know if Bill Gates and Melinda Gates realized, you know, communist China, but, you know, leftist politics in the long run has a really bad ending. It's too bad Jane Fonda didn't really go stay in like northern Vietnam. Sheesh, we yeah, might be well, might be dating myself with that reference, but no, yeah, yeah. But your dad loves her. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> wait, wait! Ain't your dad a lefty? Shouldn't those guys be all chummy? You, you, you would think. Um, oh, I but thought no. he'd be on this side. Him and Jane. I mean, come on, they're on the same team. I don't recall anyone like <laughs> Jane Fonda. Not even Ted Turner. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Good one. Uh, all uh, right. So, we're caught up. Good. Um, You ever play Borderlands? I know you're not a big video game guy. Borderlands, the series? No, no. Okay. Y- you so bought a game. I bought a game to relax. And uh, I always enjoyed playing the Borderlands series. So Borderlands 3 came out a month or two ago. And uh, on previous playing, I bought it because they don't fuck with the system. They don't fuck with the formula. Like when you go to Kentucky Fried Chicken... The first time, and then you go there a second time, the third time, you're going to assume it's going to be the same. And so the the gameplay and the even the, the, the artwork I like, it's just a fun, mindless game. You run around, shoot things, you get a ton of weapons. Um, <clears throat> all, it's, just, it's just a dumb, mindless game. What? Um, oh, I got to make a quick call. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just muting and going off camera. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody else it. Uh, so I go and I buy and I'm just chilling out playing and I get to the first mission and uh, there's the NPC character at some chick and blah, 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 blah. I think, oh yeah, she's the siren. <clears throat> she's from the previous one. And then, uh, then I got to go on the next mission. I got to get a tank and oh, there's uh, Ellie. Ellie was from, from uh, the Borderlands too. So she's there too. And blah, blah, blah. And then I go on the third mission and now another NPC character is a new gal and um she's sassy and she's got words and she do the roundhouse kicking chick cop thing I'm like oh god all right yeah okay you you made your point and now girls are not gonna buy this game anymore <clears throat> because girls really don't like video games as much as boys fourth mission another i can't even you couldn't ask me to name them or describe them because all of them are the same now Here is another sassy, shortcut, purple hair chick who actually does the roundhouse, like the intro, you got the cutscene. She does the roundhouse kicking chair. Yes, she's five foot nothing. Yes, she's 98 pounds. And she goes and she does the roundhouse kick. And then it says, whatever her name is, Betsy. And then I look it up. I'm like, there has not been one male NPC all the old male characters from the previous Borderlands that were in them before are not here. 
did Borderlands or the 2K did they did they just go woke? Did they just are is it going to be an all chick? And it is. It is. All the characters in this game are all way. I go to the, I go to some other stage. It's a woman. She's in charge of this planet. I go to this city. It's a woman. She's in charge of that planet. And it, it hasn't changed the gameplay. Borderlands 3 is exactly Borderlands 2, except for it's the latest generation of consoles. The guns are great. Everything's great. It's just they had to put this burr in the saddle of getting woke, and now every NPC is a woman. And not only is this tiring, but what will be truly revolutionary, will be really different, is if one of the... Okay, fine. You're going to have all NPC women. Fine. Go woke. Rah-rah feminism. But it's been done. Charlie's Angels was the first original one I could probably think of. It's been done. Guys like, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's all chicks. Look at them go. Now it's political. Now you're just doing it to virtue signaling. It is sickening. It's tiring. But could you change it up maybe? Wow, another roundhouse. Like, not one, but like three, probably four. I'm only 25% through the game. I don't know how many more badass chicks there's gonna be, and they're cut and they talk and they bet mouth and I oh god I'm gonna get in I steal things and oh look out and could you make one different? How about a nice gal who's traditional like hey here's a cup of coffee? How about you be really edgy? And there's nothing worse than than people trying to be edgy when they just conform. It's just like the hipsters like hey let's all wear salmon jeans and grow you know, gay beards. And when I'm independent, I have tattoos, piercings. The, the game is great, but this one angle is just so fucking annoying because it's so common. It's so basic, bitch. It's so overdone. It's so... And, and it's over. It's over. The, the virtue signaling uh, curtain has been raised to see the Wizard of Oz behind uh, manipulating machinery. And the reason we we know that is because when it comes time to actually having a legitimate political cause as a corporation, where you get to choose between Hong Kong freedom and China, who's a, which is a dictatorship, you chose China. It's the fucking money. It's never been about morals or virtue. It's always been about the money. I nailed it. Fucking probably a year ago. Where I said there's been this infrastructure laid down. We've invested trillions of dollars of programming the millennials and the Gen Zers and some of the Gen Xers with a Marxist leftist to political ideology and religion. And you're just selling to that. You're selling to team socialism. Might as well wear fucking jerseys with the star and sickle on it with their fucking names on the back because they belong to team socialism. That's all they got in their life. And you're selling it to them until... Until there's an actual tyrannical dictatorship oppressing a legitimately free people, then you fucking amoral scumbags go with with the fucking dictator because it's about the money. And now, and here comes 2K. I'm going to make all the NPCs women. Aren't we edgy? It's like, shut up. Hipsterdom is so Brooklyn circa 2006. Go the fuck away. 
And I got the game. I spent the money. I enjoy playing it. But I've, I've actually had to set it down a couple times. I've had to sit it down a couple times because it's <clears throat> oh, anytime you make it to another board, you go, oh, you got to travel to this, this town, this city, this place. Our contact will be there. Like, oh, I wonder if it's going to be a sassy talking broad. And oh my God, it is. Like, did I get to the save point? Click off. Now I'm going to go listen to the great one because it'd be depressing and sad and suicidal because it's going to be putting me in a less pissed off mood. So I just want to warn you guys about that board. I don't know. It's so sad. Borland's game was so cool. It was so simple. But mm. now I, I think I'm going to give up on board. I'm going to give up on 2K because you can't. You just can't. Can I just have fun? Politics-free fun. Chad, do you want to have politics-free fun? Would you like do you Or do you think in order to have fun, you need politics in it? Because what's fun without politics, right? I think if you ain't woke, then uh, you ain't going broke or some shit like that. I know um, when I'm having sex, I always like to bring politics into it. I know that. I, oh, that's so kinky. Tell me more. What did I miss? Were you upset about something? Borderlands. I'm very upset. I, I paid 60 bucks for a game of a series that I like. And all the NPCs are li- literally roundhouse kicking chick cops. Oh. Because all of them. All of them. There so, are no no men. In it it's just it's. So they're selling out too. Everybody's selling out. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny because the game is fun to play. It's the exact same as the previous two, so it's great to play. And kind of like all women, now when I'm getting to the NPCs, they start talking. I just want to put a mute, and I mute them. Then it's okay. That's like I'm kidding. I'm kidding. NPCs. Only sixty five percent of NPCs, non player characters. Oh, I know. Yeah, I missed that meme. That was fun. Yeah. Well, um, it looks like. Looks like there's more super chats, like three or four. Yeah, I got uh, uh, Atham. Atham, yeah, there we go. Uh, Ching Chong Chang. No, no, yeah, ah, no, no, no. I was trying to read it. No, <laughs> no, Darius <clears throat> for five bucks. No, <laughs> wait, we could do Irish jokes. Who's calling you now? It's it's my mom. I'm I, keep going. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, just one. Yeah, that's a that's a standard. I like the really scathing Irish jokes. Then Cynic and Chief for two dollars. Thanks. I was going to get Borderlands three. Now no. Good. Good. I'm glad. Hey, at least I made it neutral. I made it neutral to two K. Cynic, how about this? Let me do you a favor. I'll mail you the. I'll mail you the game. It's fun to play, but quite literally, anytime you go to a cutscene, put it on mute. It is, it is, what? No, how much did it cost? I was curious. 60 bucks. Is that normal for a video? For a new AAA game, yeah. And normally I don't buy it. It it is and it's not, because if you get a good game, and Borderlands has been a very good series, um, you'll get 50, 60, even 100 hours playing time out of it. So you're talking... You know, you can get it down below a dollar an hour for entertainment. Um, but this one is it's it's fun to play, but yeah, just put put the NPCs on mute. That's why you gotta do with Borderlands 3. And um, you're not you're not missing anything except high blood pressure. Yeah. I never did get into the video game thing. I feel like I missed out on some stuff. Yeah, but... go get a video game. There's some way to relax. The only time I had it was a Nintendo in like 1989. Get um, a Nintendo. Um, uh, where are we at? Young, Young Sykes. Sykes. That's He's the that. reason. 
the reason why I didn't buy Borderlands 3. Well, cool. All right, now we know. Yeah. Now we know you shouldn't have bought it. <laughs> Look, all all you woke motherfuckers over in the fun industries. Should, should we just call it that? The fun industries, movies, <clears throat> television, video games, music, concert. Go get woke because people like me who reach out to at least a couple thousand people will we'll cost you way more. I, it's like I just got fucked in the ass. It's like, can I... <laughs> You know, I'd like I like a pizza. It's like, well, this one piece has a fly on. It's like, fuck off. Just fuck. Uh, I told, I told my mom I'm doing a podcast. Does she so understand she, what that is? She, she knows what this is. So, so I'm like, hey, let's talk later. So what does she do but text me question after question? I'm going <laughs> to anyway, text your ma. Just be like, stop bothering me. <laughs> um, Let me see if I can find your ma. I'll take a picture of this so she can see it. <clears throat> and then she'll then she'll have a lot of questions. There. Oh wait, mm. we don't see my face. Hang she's on. Gonna, oh, she's going to see that young there. Spikes comment. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. All right, now I'll text this to Mrs. Elkins. <laughs> and then you're going to have a lot of questions to answer. I think this will do the trick. Anything uh, to confuse you and make your uh <clears throat> let's go. Da, 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 da. Uh, what do I got on my Mrs. Elkins? You know, two? That'd be funny. I've never met anyone with my same oh, last Elkins. name. No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I have her under. Connie. I don't have her number. You do. You guys have texted before. We have, but it could have been. Maybe I don't have it. Ah, well, don't worry about it. Can you text, text me your ma's number after this? I'll send it to her. Right. Text it to you right now. Right. <clears throat> uh, I think Dre had one there. Dre has one, and it's not a racial joke, so that's good. <laughs> you gonna um, read it or you text it? Well, I was just texting a number. Um, God, you're a five... teenage girl with your phone, or old mother who texts a lot. Teenage... Uh, <laughs> uh, five dollars. There's a 37-year-old woman in my general psychology class talking about wanting to have kids. <laughs> you know what? When I was let, let me let me tell you something about this. All right, hey, I I just want to point out this is time to enjoy the show. Not this show, I'm talking the show. The metaphorical yeah. show of the United States where the leftists and the femmies now they get to come up and so continue on. Continue on. So you know, I've talked about it on this show and I've told you about it. I'm not really active in this anymore, but I was active on those dating apps. You know, you can yeah. name it. I, I might've given it a try or I did give it a try and I just could never figure out. It, it always lists whether you want to have kids or not on these things. Mm -hmm. And for the life of me, I could never figure out how women from the ages of like 37 to 45 would say, it would say, do you want children? And it would say someday, like you're 41 years old. What do you mean? Someday you want to have kids. I makes sense. I, uh, the thing I still can't get over <clears throat> because I've met smart women. I've known them. They're there. I hang out with them. Now, admittedly, that's selection bias. I'm not going to hang out with the idiot women. But was there not this thing called menopause and wasn't not taught <laughs> in the 40s? In sex yeah. ed? I mean, and, and we know about it. Like women's eggs dry up, and at least your mother would have told you, or it's, how. Can all these women not know this? It's like thinking you're not going to die. It's like thinking your hair's not going to go gray. I'm trying to, it's like, 
There are things that are going to, they are biologically guaranteed to happen in life. Like your, your baby teeth fall out. How, how do you not know this? And to think that, oh, someday. I have a worse take on this. Like, so say, say that you're one of these economically attractive males, you know, you meet their cutoff for Mm -hmm. actually being a prospect. Do you really think a guy like that, and I'll throw myself into this, you know, say I really wanted kids. Do you really think I'm going to go after some like 39 or 40 year old that says that they want to have kids? No, I would go for somebody at a minimum 10 years younger because that's not realistic to guarantee having kids at that late age. And, you know, what if you want more than one kid? It's it's just, it doesn't make sense to me. It, I think it's, they could have it all and they actually believed it. Uh, forget the three things, but I mean, they, they, they believe they can have it all to the point it violates the laws of physics. Uh, like, like your, your soccer mom gal or the single mom gal who couldn't pay her bill or couldn't pay the taxes. But then on Facebook, there's pictures of her partying at a nightclub. They, they, they there is such an untethering from the real world. Yeah. I, and uh, I mean, what else do you say? I, I don't know. Uh, if I'm going to go back, like, let's say the GF goes away and I decide I want to reverse my vasectomy and have a child. I'm going after a 25 year old and it's going to be training time. It'll be like, I make a shit ton of money. Knock it off with this feminist bullshit. Da, 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 da. We can get married. And then when I die, you get my estate, you know, and, and, and they're oh, by the way, there's going to be a long ass courtship time, but a 37 year old. I mean, what you got a date at least a year. And then maybe you want a honeymoon period. I, the only thing to get from this is the show. Because how much you want to bet this gal voted against the family? <laughs> was a big time, you know. I, I don't need no man fish bicycle. She increased the size of the state. Probably, you know, doesn't need a, I don't need a, a men or bad, whatever. And now it's, I mean, that's the one good thing to pull from it is this woman is going to be miserable and she's not going to get what she wants ultimately out of life. Ultimately. I, so, I'm just confused. I don't know how they get to this point. So what, what happens is you get a lot of one-offs. Like my sister had my nephew at 40. Okay. okay. And then there's even someone in the chat, uh, Dark. Uh, Jeff said that um, his aunt was 38 and had a son. These are the exceptions to exceptions. the rule. That's why I don't, I don't like it. Women are like, oh, I can have a kid all the way up until I'm 44. Janet Jackson did. You know how much Janet Jackson must have paid in fertility oh. treatments? It's just not realistic. I the egg freezing industry, <laughs> and anytime an article comes out about some grandma who's fifty or sixty having a child, women get wet to that more than they do Hugh Jackman. I, 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 and I'm like, I, and I don't claim to want to understand or or to know or to figure it out. But hey, you know what? Without those exceptions to the rule, we wouldn't have these Pied Pipers tweeting the lemmings off the cliff. Like if it was like, oh, no, it doesn't happen after 40. As long as there's a little bit of hope, let them, let them, you know, enjoy the decline. Hey, that lady in Brazil had a kid at like 62, I think it was. And that made international hell. Fine. If that convinces 100,000 of these dopey leftist harpies to think they got until they're 60 to have kids and it's going to ruin their life, that's the least that could happen for them jacking up my fucking taxes and taking away freedom and destroying Western civilization. Good. Your life is fucked because you believe that you had the one in what? 3.5 billion chance that you were going to have a kid after 60? 
Let them. There's yeah, that blood pressure rise we were trying to avoid. Um, <laughs> Julia, uh, you got me. You got me there. All right. All right. Well, Dre says for two bucks that his professor is telling the woman, her, that 37 <laughs> isn't that old. I don't right. agree. I, I don't agree. I'm sorry. I don't. Um, hey, he's That's Operation Evil. Whether oh, the professor is a boy or a girl doesn't matter. It's Operation Evil. They're just telling that woman what she wants to hear so they get good marks and they make their money. Oh, and so he said after this, my professor is telling my class that women have until 44 to have kids. No, 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 no. Yes, yes. Post the kids. Post the kids. Just wait, ladies. You want to show you're strong and brave. Hey, you want my, to, what? My mom says hi to Clary. <laughs> oh, good. Did you send? Hang on. Did you send me the? I sent her uh, your number. Yeah. Um, sent me the number. Yeah. Okay. Trying to get your blood pressure down. <laughs> Wait. Uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm um, going to send a message, and I'm gonna send a picture of us podcasting. With and the thumbs up, like, you know. No, nah, we won't do that. That's my boy. He's on a podcast called the Older Brother Podcast with Eric Clary. Even though my your mother doesn't talk like this, he comes dangerously close to making uh, racial jokes out loud. Me? <laughs> no, about her, about me, her son. Oh <laughs> yeah. Jeez, get us fired over here. <clears throat> mm. You guys stop sending those. <laughs> yeah, I just see the money. I click on. Oh, here's the super chat. Like, whoa, not that one. Plus, I feel uh, bad if they donate money. And uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so, Cynic asks: Is twenty is a twenty eight year old girl too old to date for four to six kids? If you, I mean, probably. But if you are already in an established relationship with her and you want to get married and pop out that kid soon, maybe four you could do. Yeah, one a year. Yeah, you could do that. That's yeah. possible. If yeah. they're all Sick. Irish, yeah, <laughs> mathematically, you know, if they're all Irish twins, I suppose. Um, no, no, I'm, he, yeah, she could, she could have four, um, six, that might be pushing it. Yeah. Once she you hit 35, four. I don't, I don't know. Um, no, don't tell them that Chad. Yes. Cynic in chief. You can have six kids until she's 60. It's <laughs> six by 60. Did you know the rule? Dre says my professor is telling the girls in my class, get a career first and have kids <laughs> later. God, they really are ruining Dre, the country, aren't they? Dre, is it a guy or a gal professor? Which is it? It's got to be a woman. has to be. I don't know. It could be a guy professor. <clears throat> we'll Get see what he says. I, I just, oh my God. It's great. See, you know, here, okay. Lemonade out of lemons. Why is this good news for us? Specifically me. Well, you're going to be able to you know, keep your business going or expand it when people Asshole are... consultant. <laughs> we're going to never run out of boys who are brought up by single moms or divorced crazy cat ladies. We're never going to run out. Never going to run out. What percentage of female clients do you get? Oh, like, like five. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. And they're legit. You know, they're, they're, they got serious. One gal wants to know how to be. I looked at him like fat, lose weight. You know, that's it. Um, it's probably at least it, half of the ones you get. Well, it, there was an article. What was it? What was it? Why can't I find a man? Oh, there's been so many of those. <laughs> there has, but this is the number one. Yeah, paired life, top five reasons you can't find a man. 
uh, written by Amanda Holter. Uh, we, we can, we don't have to look her up. You know, this is a nobody. Do you think you're overweight? You look like a boy. You have too many tattoos. You have too much debt. Do you think any of those were on this list of five reasons why you can't find a man? I just found it, and I would be shocked if there's any uh, real truth. Uh, okay, there's not an ounce of truth. You have poor self-esteem. Who did you say was the author? Uh, why don't you look her up? Amanda Holter. <clears throat> Amanda is a sexpert. Get it? You fucking sexpert. No one's ever used that before. Is that H-O-L-T-E-R? Holter, yes. And Love Guru, located in Las Vegas, Nevada. She has been in more relationships than she can count. I bet. You look her up. I'm going to go through. It's just, we don't have to delve into it because it's all lies. Uh, you have poor self-esteem. No, most women today have way too much self-esteem. I'm not You're, getting this. Sorry. What did you, how did you find that again? I'll put it, I'll put it in the chat. Yeah. Cause this is, I'm getting some weird ass things from this. All right. Let's put this here. <clears throat> there all you boys can find that. There it is. Okay. Yep. Okay. You have poor self-esteem. No. You're emotionally unavailable. No. You're a drama queen. That might be legit. You're looking for love in all the wrong places. No. Ah, They're looking for love. They're not looking for love. Men come up to them. Your expectations are too high. That's that's the one legitimate one. So one and a half out of five. I think four at least is a little bit because a lot of times women don't want to socialize. They just want to sit on their fucking couch and eat ice cream and watch Netflix. We, We are not going to give any authenticity or legitimacy to this article discussing this bullshit. Okay. It is, okay. it is a puff piece. It's lies. It's indoctrination is no different than Dre's professor telling Miss 37 year old gray, uh, vagina that, Oh, you can have kids. Whatever. It's oh, her lying to him. Huh? Sorry. That Jeff said, or, um, Dre said it's a guy. professor. I never would. I thought only women like spew. No, no. Operation Evil is is uh, for everybody. Somebody beat punch on that one. <laughs> uh, it it was bullshit. It's all not once. You're fat. That's the number one reason you can't find a guy, ladies. Is you're fat. Number two, you're very self centered, and and I don't mean that in a um, arrogant sense. I mean that in a myopic sense. It's all about you. He's going to take, how many times, I'd say this about 90% of the dates where I had to do all the talking. Dude, I trust me. I know. Oh, they, you girls literally think you just show up and should be entertained and you put no effort into like, well, maybe I should make him feel comfortable. I should keep the conversation going. I mean, let me ask you this. I would even come up with topics. I wouldn't rehearse anything, but I'd come up with topics to talk and it worked well. It actually did. So there was no real lull. I've learned to become a very good conversationalist. Women never put jack fuck all shit effort into that. It was always you pulling the teeth. So what I was going to say, which maybe falls into this one, I said they're boring. They're very boring. Very. So I, very quick story. This happened a few times, mainly last summer. You know, it's like you said, you go on this date, right? And, you know, it's like pulling teeth to get them to chat, to say anything interesting, to even ask you a question. Mm -hmm. But you know what the one event, like the one topic that I would mention something when they would just light up and just sing away. Let me, let me get, can you guess what that Obama? No, I I kept politics out of it, but that think about what women think about the one you just talked to. No. Yeah. Think about self-centeredness. Oh, their degree, their education. No, not even that dude. Think about, think about how we're meeting. Think about what we're, their ex-relationships? 
you get gossip on the on the talking pages. You're getting warmer, but the, what are we using to even meet each other? The internet. Even closer. What's on my phone? What am I? What, what a am microphone. I? So dating apps. Dating. Oh, apps. dating apps. They talk about the dating apps. So all you have to do. Somebody else gave me this tip like a year <laughs> ago, and it's so true. But it's not great. All you have to do. You could be having him the most boring date. Like it's just you know horrible. You're ready to get out of there. Yet if you say the magic words, they'll just light up and like a candle and talk. What are the magic words? All you have to do is ask them how their experiences have been on this app. And they're like, oh, attention this, creepy guy that. Oh, I'm so desirable. Look at all these. You know, they won't say it. But they're like, everybody sends me so many messages. That is the one time where they're just so excited to tell you about how great they are. Yeah, because that's <laughs> what I, yeah, I, I now in hindsight, it was very rude like if you're going to go on a date with somebody, doesn't matter if you're the guy or a gal, you should be, you should at least attempt to keep the conversation going, ask questions about right. them, and be a at least not a, 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 a an ice cube. And honest to God, ninety percent of the gals would just sit there like a lump on a log. It's like, well, what the? F and I, I wish, I wish I had known better. I wish I had known boys. This would be some advice, especially for teenage boys and 20-something boys. When you go on that first date, if she ain't talking to you, she's not interacting, you have every right to say, yeah, you know what? I'm really uncomfortable on this date. Turn around, drop her ass off. And I have You should another... be picking up women on dates anyway. You should be meeting at coffee places and not picking up women in cars. But uh, if if it's boring, leave. Like if she if is not going to say a goddamn word or ask you like after five minutes, leave. It's over. Well, this is kind of piggybacking off of this. Um, this is another one where I've found, so in their profiles or whatever, women that say they've traveled to all these places, right? Mm -hmm. Initially, I was intrigued by that because I grew up abroad and have traveled too. But what I found is that basically the most boring people imaginable are ones that, that the only interesting thing about them is that they've traveled. Mm -hmm. They tend to be dull and they just don't have any other personality characteristics that have been developed, much to my disappointment. Oh. So... Yeah. Prepare to be disappointed some more. It's mm. <laughs> so I don't do them. I mean, oof. there was a piece of me, you know, my entrepreneurial mind. I always thought, well, you know, like man camp. Like I want to have, there was cappy camp. It'd be like half huh. fat camp, half quit being a pussy. And like people just come to, to Vegas and like we meet up and you just follow me and eat what I eat every day. You do what I huh. do every day. And you thin down, you'd start to look like me because you're eating the exact same thing and you're doing the exact same workout that inevitably you would converge and, you know, you'd, you'd learn something. Well, not worth it. <clears throat> no one's going to keep up. There'd be problems and complaining and, and lawsuits. And I thought about like, a, a remember there used to be finishing schools for women and they would teach women how to be an appropriate lady. And well, oh, right, right, yeah, e yeah. even to the, I wouldn't be this like, well, this is a, a salad fork and this is a dining fork. You know, it goes on the left and the, the teacup goes out, not to that level, but just like, here's how to comport yourself as a woman. All right. You show the fuck up on time. You're never late. Uh, there would even be when, when a guy is talking, maybe follow up with a question about him, how to be a good conversationalist. Uh, a refinement, turning it into a refined young woman that would be interesting and uh, uh, attractive uh, in a non-physical sense. It would get called sexist or something. Oh, it'd be called barefoot instantly. and pregnant you. Yeah. Yeah. So it. Yeah. What? Oh, well. Um. Oh, good. This is right on point. Young Sykes for $5 says, all dating apps are trash, especially being a black man who lives in Memphis, Tennessee, 
way too many single moms. It sickens me to no end. I, Wherever here in Chicago, you know, yeah, there's just a ton of freaking single moms on there and fat people. The uh, I'll have to recall the statistics. I feel bad for young Sykes and Dark Jeff and Dre. Assuming you wanted to uh, date a black woman, stay within your race if you wanted to. Jesus Christ, the single motherhood rate among black women. I mean, it's the highest. It's the highest. But uh, white women have caught up. They're getting there. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they they haven't caught up, but they're it's good. All women are starting to have kids out of wedlock and get divorced and be single mothers. I mean, it's, it's, uh, uh, you know, maybe the blacks had the largest market at one time, but it is full free market competition now for the single mom market. And it will, I mean, a hundred percent, that's all you can go. And if you look at the chart and the data, everyone's skyrocketing to it at a 45 degree angle. Guess um, who's uh, friends and family give him shit for refusing to even consider dating single mom? <laughs> Would it be yours? Would be mine. Well, how about a dowry then, Mr. Dowry. Dad of single mom? No, seriously. Dowry. Oh, you're a single mom? So you fucked up? Huh? How much money your dad got? What's he going to pay me to take on this fucking liability? Oh, the best, man. Another real quick story. I know I'm telling too many of these. I've got the nothing best, else but, to do. We're good. Well, this was definitely last fall. I remember it was getting colder. Um, there was some good looking woman on there and we were chatting for a week or two, whatever. So I go to meet her, you know, seemed like a good idea. She did not say anything in her profile about having a child. In fact, I think she put like no kids. So you already know the end of this story. Yeah, I know. So yeah. That was about when I gave up. I'm like, nope, I, I ain't playing. Yeah, I... What's really sad for a lot of guys, and the math is going to work this way, is just to get to even. Now, if you start trades, <clears throat> STEM, blah, 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 blah. but for the average guy out there, you're going to waste your time in college. Uh, the jobs aren't that great. You're going to be underemployed. You're not going to have the money to, to actually support a family. So that by the time you do make the money to actually support a family or most men, you're going to be well into your 30s. But by that time, your cohort already have kids with women. They already got kids. Yeah. So by the time you could actually be a good nuclear stable father, Ward Cleaver type of, of uh, dad, there ain't any untainted women. There's no qualified uh, uh, women to be wife because they all got some other guy's kids. Holy shit. Wow, look at that from Rage. All right, so Young yeah, you, Sykes, he says- I was going to uh, say, you saw that too. Um, yeah, I just saw that. I'm getting Pokeball. Uh, 70%. 70%. Yeah, and I think white women are- 40 something percent. Hang on. So basically three out of every four women, black women who have children are single mothers almost. Or they're no. born out of wedlock. It depends. Cause you could have been married, uh, had the kid, did it the right way. Then get divorced. I, I said a black, white, Hispanic. It depends on the search term. Women, single mom, single motherhood. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, children and single and I'll see, but you know, if you're if you're a kid, you're not going to have kids, and if you're a grandparent, you're not in this market. Uh, children and single parent families by race in the United States. So, 2017, American Indian, it's 54 percent. Asian Pacific Islander, 15. Black or African American, 65 percent. Hispanic or Latino, 41. Non-Hispanic white, 24. I find that hard to believe. It's higher than I, that. I, it's got to be higher. Yeah, that's, um, that's right. It could be these children. Now, 
single parent. Okay, let's say the mom remarries. You're no longer in a single parent. So this does not include kids that have step parents. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably um, two races or more, 41 total, a third. Yeah. See, that's the thing with statistics that you got to really get down to the nitty gritty and find out what you're measuring. Yeah. Uh, but it's not acceptable. <laughs> it's not acceptable. Absolute the not decline acceptable. of civilization that this shit, they don't have fathers and you know what that means. I have another man's kid. Date, go fuck yourself. Takes a real man to, be, to date a single mother. You're not a real man. You can't. Not a man. Okay, go get your check. That's an... All right, here's Ray John. Thanks, Ray John. Dude, that is too much. I'm sorry. I keep <laughs> making fun of you. That is an awesome. Um... Well, we like Ray John. That's why we yeah. make fun of him. Yeah. It's just those earlier questions were funny from previous episodes. All right, um, let's let's read them. Let's read this. This is a good lesson, though. By the way, and I, I appreciate the the donation. I was about to fight this sucker who was mouthing me off. I didn't want to get a criminal record over some guy causing trouble. I definitely could have taken him on. Was it smart to walk away? Should I defend myself from guys like him if it's justified? Absolutely. Um, I've written about this in The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty and Bachelor Pad Economics because a big problem all men face is, especially when you're younger, is your testosterone and your pride. And you can have, it's happened to me. You have every right. It's going to happen to every guy. You're going to have every right. Some dickhead's going to be drunk or he's just going to be a prick, and you have every right to beat the shit out of him. If you do, you're going to jail. And if you're in jail, now you got a criminal record. Even if it's something like a, like it's not, a, let's say it's misdemeanor, all right, and you don't even do jail time, all right? If it's on the record, now you can't apply for a whole host of government positions like FBI, right. Secret Service. Uh, where you got to have a squeaky clean record and guys i know man i know i've been there because i was the small guy i had the right to grab baseball bats and bludgeon people from behind you can't you just walk away you don't even get in those situations you know if a guy i mean enough they're threatening your girlfriend or your wife or your your little kids or whatever that's a different thing but if it's all pride walk away yeah just walk away because here's the thing those guys will end up in jail and they will be fucked. Imagine they almost like got a, an STD that if you punch them, you get it. All right. Because they're going to have a criminal record. They obviously don't have a life. You have a future. They have no future. If you wrestle with these guys, now you're tainted as well. And now you don't have a future or it's not as good as it could be. You're going to have less opportunities. I know it fucking sucks, but you have yeah. to walk away from these dicks. Even if you don't have anything, like I got nothing to lose. No, no, no. You got your future. If you don't have a now, you got a criminal record. Well, okay, maybe it's different. Then maybe you could go ahead. And, but no, man. If you're going to college, you're going to go in the military. Uh, you want to become a cop? That's a lot of professional uh, fire department, medic. Uh, you know, a lot of schools won't take you if you're a felon. You you got you, just don't even, man. Just don't even. So, however you feel about him, everybody in the chat or whatever, I, I watch Coach Red Pill's videos, and mm -hmm. he he has this saying, which I think is really good. He says, "What separates men from boys and women is that men have the ability to control their emotions. No matter what's happening, you choose to like get angry, choose how you handle it." Right. And I think that there's a lot of truth in that. I think there is. Like, I never get angry or riled up about anything. I'm one hundred percent. Steve McQueen, cool. Uh, but no, that's that's 
especially, you know, when I was younger, oh God, it pissed me off. Just some of these guys, you know, who do deserve to get punched right in the fucking face. Yeah. And you can't, man. You just can't. <clears throat> Which is again another reason. Don't even bother going. There's no reason to go to nightclubs. There's no reason to go to downtown. There's no reason to to you know go to a house party, but once it starts getting too boozy, just go home. Um, it's, yeah. it, you know, a guy. Here's another thing. Uh, this is this happened to me. I even uh, I don't want to look it up. It's a good story. But I was dating this gal, and she was a ten. You never date tens. And uh, sure enough, she had like a guy on the side who had a lot of money because I was mm. piss poor and. And this guy was threatening me and I, I, he's going to take her away. And I, and I counter threatened him. I'm like, well, I've been recording this conversation. I'm sure your wife would like to know about it. <laughs> and then then I realized that I realized like, why the fuck am I doing this? This guy could physically assault me. Uh, he, he could, he, he was a lawyer. He could have sued me for some bullshit or another. Who knows? I mean, he's your, your own lawyer. You can, you can come up with and she was a, a kuantahaha. She was a, a grade A kuantahaha. And I walked away. I'm like, this is, let them have each other. Let Here's my girlfriend. This pain in the ass who's not loyal to me. And is a, a, here, take her. This drama queen who has a bunch of guys surrounding. Guys, are they'll, they'll go around a good-looking gal, but they'll stay around if she's giving them something. And it could just be something as simple as attention. It may not even be that they're fucking. Doesn't matter. Get rid of the girl. Get rid of, hey, have fun with her. You go fight everybody else. You fight the guy that's got a little bit more money than you. I'm out of here. And so, yeah, don't don't ever. No, you, you did absolutely fine there, Ray John. Sometimes you have to eat a little shit, you know. You're seething, especially if something's done in front of people, you know, and you want to punch somebody. You, you got to control it. It's it sucks. Not even, it's not even seething. Dude, who cares if it's in front of someone? Who cares? Especially at that age. Everyone's a douche at that age. College, no. 20 something at a party and a nightclub. Fuck it. Walk away. <clears throat> Listen to the Clary podcast. <laughs> They'll pay us $100 Canadian. Pay us $100 cool. Canadian. Thanks, Ray John. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, really. That's why, why do you? Why'd you wait till Chad was here? Why couldn't you wait till I was just soloing it? Now I got to split it. With- <laughs> I don't know. He might not have come if I weren't here. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, hang on. You like it when I remove the. <clears throat> there we are. Um, Hang on. You want to take a break? I got to go gargle with some mouthwash. I do have an article I want to. Oh, before I go, did you look up that gal? Something Holter? Uh, Yeah, I've got in front of me. What? what yeah. What's the breakdown? Nobody has Twitter followers of 2000, writes this, writes that. We've seen published award-winning author of book we've never heard of, doctorate in English. No, it says Amanda is a sexpert yeah. and love guru located yeah. in Las Vegas. Oh, that means she, uh, you get to meet her someday. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, she, oh, this is great. She has been in more relationships. Than I she read can that. Count. Oh, you saw that already. Yeah. Okay. What? No. Does she have a LinkedIn profile? I thought you were going to Google stalk her. I am. So I click on that. Ooh, there's a contact form for her. Don't contact. We don't want to buy. I'm not. I'm you not. you look up. Uh, find a. Yeah. Let, let me let take a look at gargle. this. Guys, I'm going to sing. I won't sing. Don't worry. <laughs> We'll have a house party and don't need nobody. Any of you guys like country music? Probably not. Damn, this girl, this Amanda Holter, whatever her name is, there's no LinkedIn for her. 
Jeez, she's really obscure for somebody who's a sexpert who's ridden the cock carousel. All right, what we got? I, dude, I couldn't find anything from LinkedIn, and um, I'm still looking around. I don't even see. She's What's only written name? Amanda Holter. It looks like she's only written one article. This one. How, okay, if you're a sexpert, don't you think you should have like a little bit of a bigger social following? <clears throat> it's weird. Maybe people hate that term so much that they don't take her seriously. Oh, followers. This author has zero followers. <laughs> this is literally somebody who wrote one article and that's it. Called herself a sexpert. Sexpert. Let me look up Amanda Holter, sexpert. Amanda the sexpert. Ugh, what guy would date a, a sexpert? The account doesn't exist on Twitter. All right. Exactly. Maybe an alias. Amanda Holter. Sexperts. Um, no, 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 I don't see that, anything. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's the number one search. Now keep in mind, follow me in on this chat. <clears throat> when women search for why can't I find a man, that is the number one article written by a fucking nobody. How the hell did it get that I, high? Who knows? They have the, the right SEO optimization. Maybe they hired Nick Shulaner <laughs> to do the SEO optimization on it. But that's the shit that women garbage in, garbage out. They go, I just don't have enough self-esteem. Maybe that's why they're so like moxie powerful. <laughs> they're already arrogant and bragging, but they're not, they don't have enough self-esteem. So they turn it up to 15 and now they're really fucking annoying. Dude, it took us 30 seconds to find the real answer. It's one, you're fat. <laughs> two, you're self-centered and boring. Um, three, you are full of you drama. Have another man's like Four, you're a single mom. And five, your expectations are way too high. Way there. Too high. I guess she nailed that one. Joe, our buddy Joe from Kentucky. Joe. What's up, Joe? It's like Cappy's story of the guy who bought him a drink when he got mad. I, yes. I heard that story. Yes, that's exactly what it's like. Yep. <clears throat> yep. That's exactly. Uh, that's it. I think we're done with the super chats. Um, we are. You know, I do have a way to contact Amanda Holter, but I won't. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't care. <clears throat> um, there's the electrician shortage. I'm not going to talk about that. See have you seen this article in the Washington Post where the world's top economists just made the case for why we still need English majors? Wait, you posted this um, last night on Twitter, right? Yes. Yeah, I think I, I did get a chance to read that. I went I through the article, and you want to talk about lying and brown journalism. Brown uh, this journalism. is it. Heather Long, we'll look her up later here. Yeah. In fact, I'll look uh, her up now. She is, she is whining and complaining. It says, uh, the world's top economist just made the case for why we still need English majors. Now, she points out English majors are down 25.5% since the Great Recession. Um. She talks, about, she talks about Robert Schiller, that he learned a lot about the story of the Great Depression on his economics. So her theme is that it's narrative economics where you have to tell stories to learn about economics. And that's why uh, English is very important so you can teach stories because that's almost as important as being an economist or a programmer or a surgeon. <clears throat> she then – now here, top economists – Schiller didn't say go major in English, All right? I agree with right. Schiller. He didn't say that. He just wrote a book, Narrative Economics, that you learn better when you're telling stories. He didn't say go major in English. Yeah, I guarantee you, Schiller just wrote the damn book, right? Yeah. Then here's, the, here's how the top, this is where top economists, plural comes in and what shows you that she's a liar. 
This is a liar. <laughs> okay. Heather, I'm calling you a liar and you should be ashamed of yourself because not only are you lying to yourself for your pride, you're, you're misleading arguably not millions anymore because I think people are getting wise by evidence that English has dropped by 25%. <clears throat> um, but your reach is not going to maybe even get 10 people to major in English. Guess how many Twitter followers she has. I, we won't even, we'll get there later, but that, okay. I'm, I'm going to guess it's very low because she's a nobody. Oh, it's actually quite high, but I All guess. Right. We'll... Well, it's fine, fine. It does, but it, it doesn't change the fact she's lying. Schiller isn't alone in wishing there were more storytellers and story analyzers around. Every August, some of the world's top, uh, top economists gather in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, to discuss how the economy is doing and how they should tweak their models. On the final day of this of, of events this year, Philip Lowe. You've heard of Philip Lowe? Philip Lowe. That doesn't ring a bell. Have you is heard that... of Robert Schiller? Yes. Okay, have you heard of Ludwig von Mises? That one I'm not sure about. Okay. Have you heard of Alan Greenspan? Yes. <clears throat> but you haven't heard of Philip Lowe. Um, it doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Well, how is he a top economist then? Top oh, economist. I'm well, thinking, I thought... you know, uh, Robert Rubin, uh, uh, Paul Krugman, even though I disagree with him. Top economists. Philip Lowe, right? Head of Australia's Central Bank, urged his colleagues to spend a little less time on numbers and more time on being good storytellers. <clears throat> it's important we just don't talk about the numbers, coefficients, and rules, but stories that people can understand, Lowe said. Stories about how policies are contributing to economic welfare and the things that really matter to people. Lowe's words struck a nerve partly because Australia has not had a recession in more than 25 years. Did he say anything? about going and majoring in English, spending four years and $100,000 on a degree in English? Or did he just say, we should use stories to convey lessons about economics? <laughs> he definitely did not tell people to waste your money in majoring in that. You see why I hate these people? You see why I have such contempt for, quote, journalism majors? Yeah. All right. So I'm not going to read through the rest of it. It's bullshit. It's a lie. What do you suppose Miss Heather Long majored in? Oh, it already says. Um, Economics oh. and English. Yeah, I just saw degrees. that. Wellesley College and then Oxford. Yeah, I saw that. Um, oh. You know what's really interesting is if you click on her name, you can see all the other articles she's written for Washington Post. Okay. Let's just say that, uh, you know, it's pretty slanted in one particular direction. I'm and, just seeing um, economic articles. Yeah. Uh, although I'm on a, it, it doesn't matter. My whole point is she's lying. She has a degree in English. She's protecting her pride. How many Twitter followers does she have? So <laughs> I, she does have 28,000, but that's because of the Washington Post name. I think when you no, get there. She, she worked on CNN. Oh, is that what it was? That's probably CNN? where she got it. Yeah, that's probably where she got it. Okay. It, but that's fine. If people want to believe Miss Long and you waste your time on an English degree, uh, I, I would love to see her tax returns. I'd love to see, you know, all these people giving advice. I'd like to see their tax returns. You're going to give me career advice? You're going to tell me to major in English? Well, one, you shouldn't look at anyone individual. You should, <clears throat> what does the average English major make? Shit, and you should go with that. But I, oh. I'd like to see, all right, Miss Billionaire Dollar, do you, do you make a million dollars a year writing English shit? 
And then a quick follow-up, are you special? Did you have connections? How'd you get into CNN? You know, or what's probably you'll find out even worse, you work at an established large uh, media entity and you still make shit. You know, like you, like if you work for CNN and you're still making shit, I don't know where else do you go that's higher? How do you make more money? You're working for the largest news network there is. Yeah. <clears throat> Meanwhile, from Fox News, electrician shortage creates potential for six-figure jobs. America's skill, skills gap is creating challenges in the electrician's industry, which is expected to have a labor shortage of about 60,000 workers by 2026, according to one CEO of one tool manufacturing company. All right, I, don't, I don't believe that. Uh, I, I do believe uh, salary data will tell us if there's a shortage or a surplus. I'm not going to listen to one anonymously named CEO of one tool manufacturing company. It's always uh, anonymous sources, always. Uh, studies says, experts say, Aaron Clary has a huge dick. News at nine. Uh, in order to fill the surplus of jobs, he started a program four years ago to convince students to become electrician is the way to go. It's become so successful that it brought <clears throat> an entire industry together. Uh, touchy, feel good, touchy, feel good, touchy, feel good. Uh, starting salary for electricians around 40000 a year while owning a business has the potential to deliver a six-figure salary. That is true. Um, and the rest of these I'm not going to go through. I just want to point out a little bit more of the real world here. Yeah. This major in English because I did, and I want people to join me in misery. Well, it's better than poetry. Uh, um, oh, that's Joe Jones. Hang on. Let's go through the final Super Chats. Anything? Nonstop it's Dre. Dre again. There's an article about math being racist. Yeah. Wasn't that the Seattle Public Schools? Was it? Yeah. Something about like their, someone got a hold of their uh, syllabus and it's like ninth grade algebra, but it's all about what does math tell us about the power dynamics between the races? I, I got to ask anyone new who happens to not be white tuning in. Do you guys actually believe all this bullshit? Like math is racist. I mean, what percent of minorities fall for this? And furthermore, I guess a better question, what percentage of minorities know they're trying to fuck you over? Or, or, is, or is this like where we get to like, well, how can math be racist? Two plus two is four. There's no power dynamic. I mean, do you guys know you're you're getting lubed up to be fucked in the ass? Do you guys know that? It, I can't imagine how be how math could be culturally biased. I mean, it's math. It's you either know it or you don't. It it shows you the evils and the ulterior motive of your public schools and your teachers. Oh, dude, can I tell you this real fast? Um, you absolutely may, yeah. We we are now on day four. I meant to tell you this a while ago. Mm. We're on day four of the strike for the mm. for Chicago Public Schools, CPS. They're picketing. They're striking downtown. This is day four of that, and the two sides are not even close to meeting each other in the middle. So there's all these fucking kids running around here because there's they should be in school and they're not. And the teachers they're getting, are a, they're getting a better attitude. Okay, Chicago public schools. <laughs> what those fucking kids are probably learning more on the internet now, watching their YouTube videos. I guarantee you they are. Guarantee you. Look, teachers are pretty fucking stupid and inept to begin with. Chicago public school teachers? Do they well, got dude, all their chromosomes? They happen to be downtown. I was downtown last Thursday. Like I had to run some errands and everything okay. that was the first day they were striking they were all dressed in red shirts and they were handing out signs they wanted people to join them yeah. and one of them on the train is like here i'm like i don't want that 
She's like, why? I'm like, because I think you guys are lazy. And then <laughs> ha, you said that I did. Because, oh, awesome. Well, because it pissed me off that it felt like more of a social thing. Like they were there giggling and, you know, wearing yeah, matching no, I, outfits. Well, yeah, they... It's like, you guys just want to like, you want attention. And I'm sure if anybody heard this, I'd get in a lot of trouble, but <laughs> no, that, that's why I'm tr trying to raise awareness. If you will, teachers are not your friends. And they're the like biggest it. hypocrites ever because they just cowardly hide behind children and act like they're doing No, they're lazy fucks who didn't want to do math and they want an easy job, period, end of discussion. I don't like – this is another topic. I hate public unions, man. I just – I hate well, them. Well, what are you going to do about it? No. My taxes may go up because of this crap again. Well, yeah, your taxes are going to go up, but the education's not going to improve. It's not going to – the kids aren't going <sighs> to – which is – I don't – the kids really – the technology exists today. Take your elitist suburb, most well-funded white school ever. All right. Here would be the Wysese or the Edina. Right. Here would be Winnetka. And Winnetka. Sure. Island maybe. Park. Yeah. Island Park. Right. Okay. All right. I don't care if it's that or the shittiest school ever. The technology exists that you don't need these schools anymore. You have the fucking internet hmm. and you have these kids self self teach after a certain age. You take your test, you have the homeschooling, right? You can replace the public schools and save multiple hundreds of billions of dollars a year for the taxpayers, and you're going to get as good or a better education. The only thing we need, which not, this is the only reason it's not going to work, is you need fucking parents. And since it's painfully obvious, starting with the boomers, that the boomers love themselves, love their careers, love their educations more than they do their kids, and that goes for the Gen X parents, and that's going to go for the millennial parents, it's not going to work. We do not send our kids to school to get educated. We send them there for babysitting so that we can pursue our precious careers and avail ourselves of our precious educations. That's the only fucking reason public schools exist today. Before the internet, yeah, okay, you needed a place for the kids to go and learn analog-wise. Now, all the data with superior teachers and superior lectures can be gotten for free on the fucking internet, and you can just test out. This is where I got to look. I mean, it depends on your state. But, man, you want to get out of high school? Get your GED. Study online. Get your, take your GED at 14, whatever you got to do, and get the fuck out of high school because you don't need to go there wasting an hour one way there and back and eight hours listening to some inferior dope-minded fucks lecturing you about shit that has nothing to do with math but leftist politics. Fuck that shit. Fuck school. You know, I mean, there should be a movement like when, you know, like 12, 13, you think a kid might be smart enough like I'm going to teach myself online. I'm going to go to school online. I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to play. But I think half of the reason why parents are so supportive of public schools is because even they don't want their kids around. You no, know, that's what I'm saying. They don't. Yeah. They don't. The 90% of the parents never wanted kids. To, they never wanted to be parents. They wanted kids, but they never wanted to be parents. Yeah. You know, the woman needs something coming out of her, her assembly line down there. The guy needed to come inside his wire. Pass on my genetic material. But fuck, if they're going to raise them or spend any time with their kids, that's what teachers are for. They're surrogate parents. That's it. Yeah. And just you wait till I get to a certain chapter in the book, which I'm going to have to go write. $2 from Nick. Let's face it. We never cared about the children. <laughs> I mean. The Democrat Party does not care about blacks. The teachers do not care about the children's. 
think, get it through your head. Here's the thing. You know who cares about you? Nobody. Nobody. And once you figure <laughs> that shit out, then you're going to start making decisions in the real world. Then you have success. Once you realize no one is coming to save you, nobody likes you, nobody wants to take care of you, then you're then you're in the real world. You have arrived. Even women with guys throwing all the attention, they don't even care about you. They just want to fuck you. Nobody cares about you. They just want to use you. And the sooner you figure that out, the sooner you're going to be successful and get bounced around in the real world. You know what the most obnoxious chant is where i know i'm on the opposite side of whoever is spewing this crap right and i heard it all when i was downtown yesterday anytime a group is going hey hey yeah oh, oh, oh something gotta go man you all got to go i'm immediately on the opposite side of, of what they're doing i, I don't yeah. even have to know what it's about how smart are those people i mean they're certainly not creative i know the hey you want to talk about an iq of about 85 Ugh. Who are too stupid to even read Curse of the High IQ. The hey, hey, ho, ho people. It's horrible. Ugh. Don't eat. Go. Go. I don't know. Go hang out at, at uh, Retardville. Go. Don't don't even talk to me. You're not smart. You're not clever. Uh, no, that's that. And you're right. You should no matter what's got to go. You should not listen to those people. Yeah. Know. Man, Dre, we're taking all your... Uh, Thanks, Dre. You better make some money when he graduates. I even teach myself my STEM classes on YouTube. It's probably not a bad idea. I I, I always love... I think Clary just froze up there. Can you guys hear me? Hello? Um, if you guys... Okay, I think it's just me on here. Um, you want me to sing? Is that a yes for singing? All right. Tall and tan hey. and young. Oh, you're back. I was right. about to sing. <clears throat> um, when you were in college, could you, your teachers say, uh, we don't care if you show up for class as long as you pass your test and hand in the homework, you're fine? There were a couple that did that, yeah. I'm wondering if that's like, not this like if uh, Dre can do that or modern day students can do it, where it's like, nah, I'm just going to teach myself online. Look at the syllabus. I hear there's a lot more group work these days. Um, That's how they get you. Yeah, maybe not so much in the early years of undergrad, but it's a trend to it. Man, group work, what a fucking bunch of bullshit. Um, that signifies MBA programs in a nutshell and why they suck. Group work. Fuck MBAs. Fuck group work. All mm. right, that's it. I'm going to get going to get myself some food. Okay. Um, I got a bunch of work I got to do, actually. Yeah. Why don't you tell people about your stuff? Okay. Well, you can find me at uh, elkincpa.com. And uh, my dad and I also collaborate on a tax guide. And I'm told that we'll have it ready probably in the next few weeks. So mid to late November. And we'll put that on Amazon for the 2020 version. Cool. Um, and then if you guys would like to help out the show, you can always go to olderbrother.com slash donate, <clears throat> where there are three ways you can help out the show. One is by doing a strict donation to PayPal. That's your first uh, link. It's just paypal.com. Think slash Aaron Clary, but whatever. Go olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the PayPal, donate. You get nothing in exchange. The second link you'll find on that site is to the Patreon account, where if you want to become a patron, you certainly may. And for a dollar a month or more, you could donate more. Uh, you get access to the behind the wall content, including the Road Trip podcast, Sanity is the Future of Wealth, and Mary Jo's Pinup Picks, which have some wonderful cleavage. <clears throat> I should actually have her send some more picks because she's on a 
a cruise now. You should make uh, that the leading perk when you're see what I did there, perk. Um, perk. Anyway. <laughs> they're they're perky. They're they're big. They're bigger than I realized when I met her the first time. And then the final way you can help out is by doing all your shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. Go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner and do all your Amazon shopping there. That's it. That's all you have to do. Do not use the phone app. Use a computer like a good Gen X or old fart would. And if you really want, buy a book. Buy one of my books. Go to amazon.com, search Aaron Clary, and you'll you'll find my books. We got two last super chats here. Unless Couple somebody more, throws yeah. them in. There, yeah. Uh, $2 Nick group work. So teachers can do even less work. That's absolutely true. <laughs> absolutely true. Then Dre again, uh, hashtag Cappy tithes, hashtag, hashtag super chat. Super chat. Thank you, Dre. Thanks, Dre. All right. We're out of here. We'll see you guys later. Chad, take us out appropriately. Toodles. <laughs>